Hello, this is Zen, and here's what happened last time. Luke and I caught up with our families, and Luke kept tabs on Relop, whom he believes he must protect. We met with the magistrate to plead Leav's case, and Hulk surprisingly admitted to the crime. Even more surprisingly, the magistrate and City Watch didn't seem to know what to do about that. They released Leav and Hulk with a warning to keep their noses clean. Jude Bellin, watch captain, asked us to investigate a few things for them. We uncovered a formula for sacrificial daggers, and an invoice showing that such daggers have been shipped to the holy city of Lucidum. After a handful of conflicts with various cultists, we encountered the term Night's Day. We don't know what it exactly is, but it seems to be coming soon. Last time we left off with the group in this warehouse, lots of dead cultists around. One of them is un- unconscious. The church has shown up, and we are now sort of spread around the warehouse doing different things. And we'll ask everybody what they're doing in just a moment. Specifically, a cleric from the Lucite Church is sort of in charge of this whole investigation. It's a crime scene at this point. And so there is a, a cleric named Dulux. Am I familiar with him? No. Sort of has sort of gray, short cropped hair, clean shaven, very sort of piercing blue eyes. Human, Saradin? Uh human. He is flanked by a couple of paladins. One of them, the twins, can recognize immediately as a as a Faber. You don't know what his name is, but you can tell all Fabers seem to have this big hooked nose. <laughs> and so it's it's very clearly him. Plus he has a sash that has this sort of deep blue of their family. And they have started to, to interrogate this survivor. They basically heal him enough to get him to wake him up, and they start start talking through him. At the same time, a few city guard have, have sort of started to talk to you, to you guys to figure out what your part in this was. The fact that there's a couple of church people with the, that Luke and Zan are there is sort of why you're not being arrested. You know, they're, they're, they're sort of, they recognize... You're welcome, everybody. This is... This is uh, that you guys maybe are not part of part of the whole thing. We effectively have a few keepers that have come around and started to sort of deal with the dead. Mm-hmm. We have the, the trio that are doing the interrogation, and then some some of the city watch coming around as well. What are is everyone doing? Just we'll start with Merck and go around. Sure. Uh, I I want to look for other invoices, assuming that if they had shipped one crate through here, I'm assuming they may have shipped others, and I want to see if we can find another crate. Or okay. another invoice. And the other thing is, is uh, I don't remember from the previous invoice, but I'd like to see where it's going beyond Lucidum, like where who's receiving it in Lucidum. All right. Uh, Lucan is going through crates trying to find more daggers, and then once those paladin and the cleric starts to interrogate, he's going to try to listen in on the interrogation. Uh, I'm also going to investigate crates. I'm going to go on the opposite side of the building from the con and uh, kind of investigate. Good idea. Over there. Does anything like you know fall into a bag or anything? I, or? I, I don't need him cramping my style. Oh, I see. <laughs> I have some specialized techniques. I can't be sharing secrets like Is that. that. What, that what the kids are calling it nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. yeah. Enhanced yeah. investigation. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I am taking the uh, uh, leftover shards from the crate that we opened up, and I'm going to start a fire, and I'm going to have myself some tea and wait for the authorities. Okay. The authorities Just are a here. fire in the middle of the warehouse? Sure. 
Just give me like a little campfire. Yeah. All right. Okay. What's Zan doing? Zan is probably helping the keepers, um, especially when they come around. So starting scene wise, she's probably standing over some of the or kneeling over some of the bodies of the of the cultists and doing the last rites thing. I think we kind of talked about it a little bit, the whole symbolism for the thing. So she's going to, you know, she'll be kind of whispering a little prayer to herself under breath. If people want to listen to it, I'm just going to tell you what they are. But she'll use her um, pointer finger and middle finger starting at the top of their foreheads. She'll move down towards the bridge of their nose and then expand out to close their eyes and then bring it back together and go down to their, like, lips or chin. And it makes kind of a sword shape. On the face, which matched the Great. Lucite Church as a thing, and she'll be saying kind of last rites with some of the keepers and sure. walking around with the bodies for a little bit. It's easy, <clears throat> easy to recognize keepers too because they're all in white robes. Yeah, they're not wearing armor. They're not yeah. carrying weapons. Is, I assume her sister's not here though, right? So Just she's the keepers. Not. Okay, so she'll do that for a little while as everybody else is kind of milling about. When everybody is together, or when they, people start to kind of come back towards the middle section, uh, she'll try to get everybody's attention and. Have a conversation, okay. whenever that is. Some of the some of the luminaries start to object to some of these crates being busted open. You know, they, <laughs> these were the guys that were paralyzed, but they're all coming to, and they certainly mm. don't want all their stuff busted open. Most of what you, as you start to crack boxes, whichever side you're on, for the most part, you're finding things like textiles, cloth, grain. There's really no other weapons that in the boxes that you get through, you don't really get to a lot of. So a lot of cracking as this, you know, these things are sort of unceremoniously spilt open on different parts of parts of the place some of the city guard are actually cracking boxes as okay well. i was wondering i'm like is they anybody else doing that or is it just us? <laughs> so we have this this uh the, the luminaries being the shipping company are not real excited about this but they are also in the presence of the authorities which is the church sure when the police seize you, kind of Hold keeps opening crate them. after crate. It's just grain. He's like, dang it, dang it, dang it. There's got to be more stuff in here. Uh, you need to start distillery. <laughs> Lucan, you mentioned that you wanted to, to listen in on the interrogation a little bit. Yes. They're not super nice to this guy, right? The guy that, that he's... I he's, wasn't either. Certainly, yeah. I was on the impression of like wrenching an arm back behind him in yeah. an uncomfortable angle and then punching him in the face. <laughs> Which one? So all of them. <laughs> he, is, he is. You notice he's missing a tooth, but you're not sure if he was missing it before. Or you know, it's this sort of whiskered face. He's got blood all over. They are definitely sticking it to him. The cleric does something. He puts his hand on his forehead and kind of presses in, and the the cultist does not like that. There's some. It seems okay. painful. You don't actually know what it is. You've never seen some sort of spell like that before. But Have he's I heard doing of it? something. What's that? What I've heard of it. You, yeah, that's it's not familiar to you. Okay. Have, have they been talking about Knight's Day at all? They have, yes. They're okay. Asking, they're, they're asking about, yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that this, you guys gave them the gist of yeah. some Yeah. I want to make sure that I'm making an assumption. Okay. Yeah. And so that's certainly part of what they're doing. He also wants to know about, they also want to know about other daggers, whether these things have been, others have been set down. Relap, are you keeping all the daggers in the bag? Uh,. I believe that was the plan, yeah. Or you're saying you dumped them all out, didn't you? The shards, you said? Oh, well, once once the uh, priests arrive, I'll go ahead and pull them out and, like, leave them for the authorities, because I don't think we need them. Right. Because, right. they, yeah, they yeah. would just take your whole bag, right. I'm sure. So he he had the bag emptied and just dumped them all on the ground, so everything was there. And we had the invoice to match the number, I think. Sure. So. Okay. All right. So you, you, you get a moment to talk amongst yourselves while everybody else is dealing with the scene. Okay. 
Did I find any other invoices? Um, roll your investigation. Sure. There you go. And uh, that is two plus probably zero. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not at this point. <laughs> you find some lovely cloth. That's oh, like I'm pretty awesome. sure it's at least damn. You do hear one of the city guard say off to the side too, like, why would anybody assume that we're sending weapons to Lucidum? Like, it doesn't make any sense because the Lucidum is a forge city. I mean, it is. It has a huge forge district. That's where all the all the steel comes from. Mm-hmm. You know, downriver from Fermia. So. You don't really send weapons to Lucidum from Prince Holm. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's more the opposite, right? Mm-hmm. Assume they, they send us weapons, right. not we send them weapons. Okay. So they're kind of busy with the interrogation of this. The keepers are busy with the, the bodies. All right. So we, you said about a half hour or so that we're hanging out? It's Yeah, it's been about stuff a half happens. hour since, okay. since we cut last time, which I believe puts us in early evening on that day. Does that sound right? Uh, yeah, because we spent most of the morning hunting down those people and then... Went here kind of in the afternoon, I think. All right. So she's going to try to get everybody's attention and try to bring them over in a distance away from the cleric and paladin and seneschals and city guard. Kind of want to have a little bit of a conversation with them. So, Real real quick, yeah. did, did Holgerai find any daggers? Any more daggers? Nope. Any this... silks? Yes, there, there, was a, there was some silk. <laughs> Grabbed, like, some red silk. <laughs> was there red silk? Sure. I don't yeah. think there was. Fresh start. He's been ruined. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there wasn't any red nice silk. Uh, you appreciate the nice Why things. don't you roll, kind of make a stealth check to make sure none of the city guard noticed that you're pocketing stuff. Ooh, that's true. That would be a 12. <laughs> yep. Great. <laughs> Contested roll. Well, there's enough going on. Nobody seems to notice you. You're just, oh. I'm assuming you're just sort of like st- stashing it because you have this yeah. big sort of billowy clothing. Yeah. If, if I roll a nat 20, can I see if Lukaku can spot him? <laughs> Just by chance. You can roll. Nope. <laughs> um, could this have uh, counted as a short rest for me? I will say yes because you're just having tea. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> everybody else has been busy. You've been doing resting. other things. So, when she gets everybody together, she's going to start. You can see she's kind of determined, standing there and kind of glancing at all of you. And uh, she, she wants to have a bit of a conversation. All right. We need to have a bit of a understanding as to what our intentions are. I'm going to start with you, Lucan. I know you had this vision about protecting the dandelion, and you think that it's Master Relop. Do you think we have already done that? Bringing them out of the catacombs, saving them from this cult, have we accomplished this mission? I don't know. Because from what I'm seeing right now, the injuries he has sustained in this battle, we can't protect him where we're going to be going next. Um, I do not doubt you, Master Relop. Your strength of heart and courage is one thing, but what we are going to face is going to require more than a stick and a rock with slings in it. Point of order. I look fine. I think you're I saw you get intact and you were hurt, and he healed you. I understand that. But you are in danger. And I... I know Mercenary can protect you, but I have to trust that... You can protect yourself, and I don't believe you can right now, unless there is something you're not telling us. I think you're jumping to a conclusion. He came from the deep woods, which is far worse than anything we've got here in town. And he's standing here right now. I agree. That's why I'm asking this question. When we met in the catacombs, you cast a charm spell on me. Because I'm a bard. (laughs) I know many bards. You know, all the spells that they can cast? Some. 
All right. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> I should be able to manage by myself. Now, I believe I understand a lot about the Lightbringer's Law. And if you are from the Deep Woods, you are not a member of the realm. And that you, is correct. And if you are a spellcaster, you are outside of our jurisdiction. So you need to tell me right now what you are capable of doing before we take you on this dangerous adventure. My songs come from are my spells. I haven't heard you sing in any combat we've done. You wouldn't. What? It's a gnome secret. <sighs> okay. Well, I wasn't necessarily enthralled by your playing last night either, so I guess that's fine. <laughs> I do know bards can heal. Can Some you heal? Can. Some can. Some can? Yeah. She's like visibly trying to drag information out of him at this point because she's not understanding what's what's going on. And she's concerned about his well-being. Okay. All right. Well, either way, my next step on any of this is to get word to Lucidum immediately. Uh, clerics have ways of sending messages instantaneously. I'm going to try to reach members of the clergy in Lucidum to tell them what's going on, and then if we have to physically travel there, that's fine. But what else would you like, should we do? Well, we do have the book from Wood's End that may be shedding some light on this matter. What book? The one that we fought for down in the catacombs, or did you forget that fact? You didn't tell us any book. You stole yes, it. Yes, I said I stole it from them. You mentioned Malum Cinder. Who is that? I don't know. Then how do you know the name? It was in a letter I found. That said what? It said things. People were looking for other individuals. You? No, I was not included in this letter because I was assuming at this point that they thought they had me wrapped up, but they didn't. Master Rilo? He was mentioned in the letter, yes. That's how I found him. How do they know you were here? Well, when you steal something viable, you, you tend to have a tendency to try to track it down. Or other people do. And why did you come to Prince Home? Well, I was down the river from uh, Woods End. Where would you have me go? I don't know. There aren't a lot of libraries in Woods End. You need a library? Yes. For well, what? the book has cryptography like the letter, but it's not the same format. I know I'm not familiar with it, and I haven't been able to crack it as of yet. I was okay. hoping to get into the library to see. Okay. So, I believe we have dual purposes. We can do the library and the church. We could probably do them simultaneously, unless you would rather stay together for safety purposes. I'm not terribly worried about it, unless people get annoyed with people walking around with the sword at the ready. I would say that uh, we should think about what night's day is. It might be something simpler. Well, the cathedral will have information on that, probably more so than the library, but both would be good to research. I mean, I'm maybe I'm jumping to the conclusion here, but I'm assuming it's what would cause night during the day. There's a number of celestial events that could cause something like that. Maybe we should research on the next time one of those events occurs. Okay. So do we want to split, or do we want to go together to both of these locations? I say we stick together. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> we would cover more ground, but we do risk the thing. And if they are, in fact, after me... Well, the cathedral should be safe. Well, my other concern would be is if there's additional cultists in this town, if we split up, I mean, well, we they were able to grab more. Merc and Relop with relative ease. Yep. Hey. Mm. We do know that. <laughs> no offense, man. Well, Just they saying. did get us. 
the it's first time established got, history I'm now. Sitting right here. I'm not <laughs> laughing in character, but I'm by the way, could I have some tea? Uh, yes, oh, by okay. all means. Okay. We do know of at least one more. He mentioned a corrupt deacon. Right. I'm assuming his name starts with a C, actually, because we, in the letter that we found, yeah, it was to C, which I forget that person's name. Uh, the, wasn't that... It was the, who the old gentleman up? that had his throat slit. Um, doesn't that call it Cassius? Or Caius. 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 That was C, so who was the other name? What was the other letter? It was DC, but if DC. it was Deacon, okay. I'm assuming. Deacon, but I could be wrong. Yeah. But, I mean, there's probably a lot of deacons with names start with C. But I could try to narrow it down at the very least. Well, we know that it's a deacon and it potentially starts with a C. Are we carrying this investigation out ourselves or are we giving it to our paladin friend over there? Well, what does his name start with? Do we know his name? Fantastic question. I'm sure he introduced himself when he came in. He gave us the name. It was Delix or Felix? Delix. 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 What was his first name? You're safe. How's the cleric brother do it? Chad. Uh, he's a brother. He's not a deacon. Bro- brother is, is typically a deacon. Constable. Deacon. Yeah, so he's deacon. He's, yes. So, so he's deacon. Lucan is a deacon yeah. as well. Yeah. As, the, as you're having this conversation. Yeah. So we're kind of talking. One of the luminaries has been screaming at the paladins and the city watch. And he has provided some extra paperwork for them oh, to sure. try to get them to stop busting open crates. Okay. And so he's handing over invoices. He's handing over whatever you know, whatever you need to stop damaging boxes. <laughs> I would just grab one of the splintered chunks and put it back on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> and what is there? Why is there a gnome with a fire in the middle of my warehouse? <laughs> Tea. <laughs> it's, tea t- it's tea time. Yeah, I mean, I want to get this message to Lucidum immediately, so I would like to go to the cathedral first. We could do the investigation in the library after. Well, the library is probably very close. It's in the mid-afternoon, right? No, it's early, early, early evening. Do, does it close for the night? Yeah, really? it will. Sure. Okay. I mean, it's it'll get dark. It's a library. Libraries close. Lanterns and things, huh. I guess. Libraries close. Libraries close. <laughs> they close early. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. They keep bank hours. So... Cathedral first. They they probably also have an archive, don't they? The church? Of religious texts, things regarding... Yeah, they would have stuff like that, sure. And we would probably gain access to some of the knock materials if we needed to for Night's Day references. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dulux, the cleric, has been rifling through these, these sheets, and you can see that they're sort of done with that, with that guy. Mm. And he walks over towards, towards the group of you. Yeah. And says, so your boy, what was the name of the, of the guy that you put in shackles recently? There's been a few. The one in the guard's tower, or guard's house, is the one with the, uh, there were the blacksmith apprentice. The one with the gauntlet. Gunther. Gunther. Yeah. That's yeah, Gunther. Yeah. So. Uh, Ma- uh, Captain Bellin has him in restraints. Well, he's dead. <sighs> Not surprised. Seems somebody slipped him a knife. Hmm. So here's where we are. We know that there's cultists all over the place because they seem to be helping these prisoners pass on. I got a name from this this prisoner here, and they mentioned somebody named Darrett. Darrett, like Jarrett with a D. Right. Darrett is a, a woman, and she apparently works at the ironclad armory. The blacksmith we just were at? Mm-hmm. 
Well, okay. He says she's involved? He says that that's where the, the daggers were supposed to go. They were supposed to go here? They were they were retrieving so, them for Derrett. Okay, so they were shipped from Lucidum. I assume they were compromised, and so they were going to grab them before they were confiscated. Well, now they've been confiscated. Okay. So this is my proposal for you because of the fact that I have a good feeling that you are not involved because there's a lot of dead cultists laying around here. If I were to send you to the ironclad armory, and, and the church could certainly compensate you for it, could you bring her back alive? Well, absolutely. Well, I mean, <clears throat> is that okay? I mean, I'm just saying if things go sideways. No, I have enough dead cultists. I need, I need one that's alive. You bet. Let's go. If we find more cultists, <laughs> should we bring them to the church versus city watches? Apparently they can't keep their prisoners safe. Possibly. Also, did you happen to get the last name of this Derrick woman? They just said Derrick. If she's not of any special family, she may not have more than that. Before you arrived, he mentioned something about a corrupt deacon as well. I'm not sure of your assessment of the church being as safe either. Well, that could be. All right. Bring this to the bishop's attention. I will tell you that we had a letter that was signed by a DC, so I don't know if it was deacon something or... Or Derrick. Or Derek, well, it could be somebody that starts with, has initials DC as give well. Him, you give him the rundown on where that letter came from and all that kind of yes. thing? Yes. Okay. The, the letter that we found in the, because that was the letter we found in the blacksmith shop, right? Mm-hmm. It was in Caius's room. That was, Caius was the clockmaker, wasn't he? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, all right, so you want us to go to the armory and take her alive? Yes. And bring her to the church? <clears throat> And if she knows that they, this team to save these daggers has been compromised, she might be gone already. She very well might. All right. Do what we can. Can't seem to get anybody to the library. <laughs> but, okay, before we go, <laughs> get a cleric to make a sending to Lucidum and tell them that these daggers are in their city and they have to find these cultists. Right, absolutely. All right. Also, search for celestial events that would cause the, the day to become night. Or anything referenced to Night's Day regarding Nock. That's all they keep talking about, and we're finding its reference everywhere. Okay, good to know. We'll report back to... Can I insight that guy as to whether or not he seemed like, oh god, or... Sure. Does he Does he seem like he believes us, or is he just like, oh no, they know too much? That's a good thought. Can I also do an insight yeah. check? Uh, I got a 13. Uh, I got a 12, so... Yeah. He seems to be pretty legit. He's, okay. He's really sort of a hardened guy. Like, yeah. you don't get a lot of emotion out of him. Okay. He looks like he's seen some battle. All right. We've seen a lot, too, in the last day and a half. All right. Um, so we're going to make our way back to the uh, Ironworks, I guess. And we'll try to go uh, as fast as we can. Armory. Yeah, we'll try to go as fast as we can to see yep. if we can't catch this woman before she takes off running. Sure. Uh, I think we need a plan of attack as we're walking. Of the armory, how's the armory laid out? I mean, it's a how many, massive... How many like, exits? Yeah, blacksmith shop. Is it, is it a shop or is it the full foundry, like the forge itself and it's, everything that's in it? It's a little bit of both. Yeah, it okay. has kind of it kind of has a showroom. It's sort of a fancier place compared to a lot of them, but it does have a forge. I mean, when you when you went in there the, the first time, there was a woman with fair complexion, dark hair, okay. working on the... On the hmm. Working at the forge. Do we recall what she looks like? She Enough was, to where we could all see her in a crowd. <laughs> no, but I mean, but we know her in the crowd kind if we were to like surround the place. Kind I would of assume thing. so. 
Okay. Sure. Uh, how many oh, exits were there? Did that we recall? Was there just the one main entrance? It's hard to say. Hard to say because you didn't go into you. You went into the back room there to check out that guy's bunk, but you didn't necessarily go through the whole place. Is it like part of a city block? That would be you know, like a square kind of thing that we could work streets or something like that around it. Yeah, oh, you gotta work the streets. Yeah, you know, I mean, terrible. Another Thursday. <laughs> Relop has done some stuff before we got started. I've seen. Things. You don't know what he did before we adventure. <laughs> the whole D and D background for the mechanics called you know street worker. <laughs> All right, so if you want a plan of attack, we can try to surround the building, see if she's in the streets running away before we enter. But how many how many exits are there? I don't know how we're going to do that. We're yeah. working on that right now. Yeah, we'll wait till, I mean, okay. Oh, you guys haven't left yet, right? We'll make our way there. Yeah. So, yeah, so as you go to leave, I mean, he does say he's going to he's going to talk to the church. He has all this paperwork and invoices that they're going to go through. Sure. Once you've got her, bring her to the cathedral. Okay. And we will go from there. Okay. And and we'll also, I mean, if it if it if we think you can be of help, we'll, we'll see if there's any more information that comes out of this paperwork. Okay. All right. Make our way over. Back into the marketplace. It's. Bustling, it's a little bit hotter um, that for the, as the day has gone on, makes the stench a little bit worse. And as you come up to the blacksmith shop or the, the, the you know the armory they call it, you can see that it's bustling with with people moving in and out. You can hear people working on the forge inside. You know, smoke sort of billowing out out the openings on the sides of the walls. What are you guys wanting to do once once you get there? Are you going to kind of case the place, or are you going to? I know I'll I'll circle around, kind of go and check in like the back. You're probably good at blending into the crowd a little bit. Because I figured this guy's going to just go across the street and barge right in anyway and exert his authority. Yeah. No, not yet. I want to see how many exits there are. (laughs) Okay, so let's do this. So if we have it in, let's say it was a block, you know, there's a front entrance. You and I will be outside for that in the front. Mm -hmm. Every other side, one of you take. When we come inside... If you see her running out one of those entrances or exits, try to follow her, let us know something. Sounds if good. we flush her out just by us coming in the front door. Yeah, then we know she's trying to report to somebody. Exactly. How many exits are there? There's conceivably about four. Okay. Because there yeah. are parts that are sort of open and yeah. you can just sort of sure. walk out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it's more casing that whole side mm-hmm. of the box. Now, could, could one person cover a couple of the exits? Like see both? Type of thing. Yeah, yeah. The the showroom itself is open to the public. Um, yeah. Okay. Remember, remember, this is the place that has all the sort of stylized armor, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people in there because it's a little bit of a tourist attraction. Yep. Okay. If anything, we could have people at both the corners so they could see each other, mm-hmm. so that if one of them takes off running, the other one knows that they're running towards something. Sure. Sure. And then they can see each other, or signal if they see them in between, or you know, so we can kind of keep track of what's happening. And I'm assuming we'll hear the bustle of somebody charging through a crowd and people roaring and we'll know to react that way. Just to see if we flush them out between the two of us. Agree? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. You guys agree? Sounds good. Yeah. So right. we'll make our way close, but we'll let the others get into position before Luke and I go in. Okay. So we sort of watch. There's two actual door exits sort of towards the back. Okay. Um, who's, who's watching those doors, just so I know? Kind of like an alley. Watch who who can. I would like to say kind of towards the front, so like I'm not like making a bunch of noise going towards the back, but I would like to be able to see towards the back. Ideally, I would send one of these two to go watch the back, Mm -hmm. if not both. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely going around the backside. 
Yeah, I just want to keep eyes on them. I don't actually want to go towards the back. Okay. Yeah, I'll go towards the back as well. Zan, from your perspective, when mm-hmm. you when you get sort of close <laughs> to the opening, people are walking through. You can see there's there are actually a couple of forges in here. They're, okay. so they're separated from each other. It's different different people can be working on different things, mm-hmm. and you can see that the the woman that you remember mm-hmm. is working at one of the forges. She's like just pounding away at, at some piece of metal. Let's go have a chat. Oh boy. What was her name again? Derrett. Derrett. D e r e t. Am I taking the lead, or are you, brother? I can. I can take the lead. Okay. He walks up, punches <laughs> her in the face. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Eric? I'm a little hesitant about that, but she'll be like, "All right," and just follow right behind you. She'll be just right. kind of a step behind you and a little off to the side. So we walk in and uh, get close enough for this lady that we assume is her to hear, and I say, "Hi, Derrett. I'd like to speak to you for a minute." Is she human? She is. She's human. Does Stay, she look up like recognize? Stand, stands up, hammer in hand, and roll your initiative. Uh, <laughs> roll initiative, right? Hammer in hand. Let's Throw do this. this at your face. With my new dice. Just Woo. us, I assume. Surprised yes. you didn't go through the table. Yes. <laughs> Brian Mer- today Mer- is rolling tungsten dice. Merck, you're just covering right. the exit out front, right? These guys are kind of covering the back exits in a sense. You've sort of got the front exit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got a 12. Nine. Nine. I did want to be able to see them from where I was, if I could do that. Yep. Okay. See, quick and to the point. The fact that this is the same day sucks for me. So Derrett stands up, and she effectively darts towards the back. She starts to roll. (gasps) Okay. As that happens, though, two of the pieces of armor that are are near you (laughs) animate. And they start moving towards you. Come on. Oh, maybe. One of them is the dwarven plate that you'd seen before, and the other one is the, it's a Deladin hide. So it's almost like Native American looking, looking hide armor. And they both affect, they they start to try to cost you. Out of the character (laughs) info, is this the one that had the symbols on it that he noticed? The dwarven did have that symbol on it, yes. Okay. Lucan, you're next. (laughs) I am totally. Not sure what to do. <laughs> uh, Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. Welcome to I've played Zan? this before, ladies. Zan, should we cut your, when, your turn? When in doubt, just swing just... your sword at it. Isn't that like the paladins go to? Champion of Light. I mean, are the are the suits of armor like on us already, or they, do we have time to move? They would be within melee. Like you, you would be able to. Okay, step so if I left, they're going to be able to. It. Do they have weapons, or are they just punching? They are just punching. It looks like okay. at this point, probably more of an attempt to grapple you than anything else. Okay. All right, I'm going to take a swing with my sword at the uh, Dwarven Plate one. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen, you uh, hit it, and it just doesn't seem to do a whole lot. Okay. And just, I just can say something when I make this swing, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, Zan, do we just jet? She's. I'm, like, reluctantly she's hitting this thing. I'm not sure. Yeah, she's like, I'm going for her, and it that's makes, what she's going okay. to do. makes a giant clanging, clanging noise, but it just... You know, you're in a blacksmith shop, so... So you're yeah. kind of, like, fighting. You're like, what do we do? And she's like, I'm going for it! And then she's going to try to bolt past. Yep. Okay. okay. Um, so my action, then? Yes. Okay. So I would like to cast my last first-level spell of Shield of Faith on myself to give myself plus two AC. Okay. Uh, and that will last for ten minutes, and it's a concentration spell. Okay. So that's my last one. <clears throat> so she's going to, like, hold her sword up in this faint, glimmering kind of shield effect over the front of her. She's going to try to just 
charge past and around the bigger armor near her and running after Derek. So my bonus action is casting the shield. I will do a move action, and then I will do my a dash for the standard action to okay. move another one, trying to catch her. Great. So basically kind of like almost like a little football player roll yep. around to go past. Sure. Basically, and charging towards. She, you see that she's definitely heading yeah. towards the door. Yep. Which... These the the uh, exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna I, make a scene. <laughs> can, I, can I use my protection to try to block any of these guys while she's doing that, or did my talking? Oh, no, she's my long, that Are they is... taking attack opportunity on me? Is what he was asking. Oh no, no, they were they they were not immediately within five. Okay. Of you. Oh, that's what I was asking. I guess. Okay. So we were able to get around it. I was able to yeah. kind of roll around. Okay. And then she's going to be shouting, like, stop in the name of the Lucite Church, that sort of thing, trying to make a bit of a scene as we come crashing out sure. of that back doorway. So that's my plan. Right. So, Lucan, both armors kind of con- uh, converge on you, and they try try to sort of grab at you. Um, they both got these gauntlets that are have full fingers on them and are, are trying to grab at your arms, and you basically just sort of deflect them away. They hmm. both, okay. both roll poorly. Nice. Okay. Why don't we have you guys... Roll. So we're going to have Relop and Hulk join the fray with their initiative because she's reaching the door. Heck yeah. 19? Uh, 15? How much human traffic is there behind the armory? Not a lot here. There's not. This is kind of an alleyway, so there might be a you know a couple of street kids wandering through or something, you know, cat kind of meandering by. <laughs> Save the cat! <laughs> no! All right. <laughs> Kill the street kids. Door opens up, and there's there she is. Enters the alleyway, and she is going to just just immediately start swinging at one of you. Let's see. Oh, are they right by the door? One of well, one of you. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll make one of them sure. close enough. Uh, Hulk, she takes a swing at you. All right. She's got a dagger, or I'm sorry, she's got a hammer in her hand, right, that she was using. Just kind of a wild swing. This big hammer just comes right by your face, and you're like, well, hello. <laughs> And that cuts to, I guess, relapse. I'm going to take uh, some of the uh, charcoal that was, like, all my fingers, all over my fingers. I'm going to wipe it over my eyes. I'm going to smile at her. I'm going to say, Malum Cinder sent me. Follow me. I'm going to cast friends on her. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Holy awesome. crap. Awesome. Six. That was with advantage? <laughs> well, at least one of them was a one. I don't know what his deception score is, but at least one was a one. Oh, oh no. <laughs> she completely ignores you as she's been, you know, as she's swinging <laughs> right. at the high too busy swinging a hammer at my face. Hulk hammer comes whipping by your face. It's You almost feel the heat off of it because she was just using it to hammer out hot metal. All right. Well, I don't appreciate that. So I'll swing back at her with my short sword. Okay. Nope. <laughs> 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 Just your wild, you know, wild swing comes your way. You throw another one back. Like, Whoa, what's happening here? And that go, brings us to Lucan. Okay, so uh, Zan got out just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's pretty much going to be out the door. Okay, I'm going to start backing up. I'll take another swing, but you know, and then try to plan to jet kind of maybe around the building, like away from the armor, and then around the building sort of thing. Okay, so you are gonna, they are going to have an attack of opportunity for 
Uh, unless you can, he can try to disengage, right? That would be an action. So yes. If that's all he's I'll use, yeah, I won't even attack. I'll just use my action to try to get away. Disengage, from and then you can move. So he kind of tactfully gets himself away. Ducks away from him. Kind of switching through. Other people are starting to get in, in between you and the armor okay. as, as you start to move. Mm. Okay. Um, Zan, Zan, you get to the doorway, and there she is yeah. swinging it. So forward. it's kind of a short alleyway with like a brick wall in front of me and the, yep. the line in front of it, and mm-hmm. I see Hulk and her kind of getting into combat. So, yeah, so Zan's going to come crashing out the door. Going to get into somewhat of a flanking position with her and Hulk. So Hulk's in front, and I'm going to be behind her. She's going to grab her by the shoulders and try to like hold on to her and like slam her against the wall. Okay. You know, kind of like a spin tackle almost to face plant her into the wall. All right. um, in the idea of yeah, just trying to trying to grapple her so that she can't do anything. So and hopefully being in the flanking position, I'd be able to do it with advantage. That's pretty fantastic. Oh, a boy! At advantage, double ones. Wow. <laughs> You deserve a black eye for that. <laughs> you fall into okay, the wall. Okay, these are in jail. Um, yeah, she swears something in lingual, like yeah. you know, just, she, yeah. she's like, "What is happening?" But it's she's still sort of loose from you. I mean, does she sound like she doesn't know what's going? I mean, she ran before. She didn't say anything, so it's not like we got the wrong person or anything like that that I'm aware of. You're pretty sure this is her. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna do that. So I'm trying to grapple her, and she's getting away from me. And obviously, I kind of like fumble into the wall myself, and then she's like. Lucan's inside fighting some sort of enchanted armor. Go help him! And she'll be yelling that to let everybody else know in the surrounding area, hopefully to try to get Merc's attention, mm-hmm. if I don't see him. but In the bustle of the <clears throat> market, I don't think Merc will hear you. Okay. But I did say I was trying to keep my eyes on these two, so... Oh, yeah. That's all I got. All right. The armor is kind of pursuing Luke, Lucan. So, um, Merc, you see Lucan come out of the building... Sure. And behind him, this armor seems to be scaring people. And there's so there's a bunch of people pouring out of that exit, and he's kind of in the middle of it all. And you're kind of making that there's something weird coming out behind him. <laughs> so we'll get you in on the on the initiative. So go ahead and roll yours. And then we're going to start again at the top. So Relop, you're going to go first. Seven, by the way. Seven. All right. Relop. Uh... I'm just going to swing at her with the uh, quarterstaff. <laughs> Go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> this is a PG podcast, or that would have been way more crude. Can't defend himself with a stick. Uh, 16. Is that a hit? Like a champ. We're going to point out he's the first one that's hit in this combat. Yeah. I <laughs> that's appreciate that, Mer. Is this two-handed? Uh, one-handed. Five points of damage. This is this is with your staff, right? Wow! Is it better to go two-handed and do more damage? Uh, it depends weapon? on the weapon. I think it's yeah, a, it is better. Versatile weapon. weapon. So you can I went bigger die, no? Yeah, but I rolled a five, so fair enough. Note for next time. Fair enough. All right. So in all of this stuff, where she's swearing, what? And just crack gets hit across the face. You know, it almost mimics the the lines you put with the with, right. with the uh, charcoal crusher face. So she is. Certainly, she's still standing, but that that hurt, and she swears again. It's her turn. She's going to attack you. Here's you. Oh, me? She, the, yeah, well, yeah. She, yeah, she just okay. got... So she goes to stab stab at you after getting hit in the face, and again, she she did not re- uh, roll very well. Hold, it's your turn. Right. Just, Would I be able to, like, shift absolutely. to a point she's, of point? She's turned towards, okay. towards relapse, so you can totally flank her. 
some teeth and she is staggering. She's still standing. Oh. So he just cracks her with the pummel. Lucan, you exit the building. You can see Merc is sort of standing there looking at, at the back side of the building. Oh, what are you okay. going to do? And I start running towards the back side of the building and I yell at Merc. Uh, she ran in the back. She's in the back. Okay. So he goes running through. Zan's turn. I'll try to grab her again. Uh, athletics, we said? Twelve. Yes. You grab her again. Do you want to put her up against the wall? Yeah. Yep, you got her. Absolutely. It's like, and she's, you know, face yeah. up against the wall, blood dripping on the stone. Exactly. So, like, holding one arm and then her forearm is to, like, the back of her neck and just kind of holding her against the brick wall there. All right. So you see Zan give her the rough treatment and, <laughs> and Merc as you... Start to move that direction, you see these two suits of armor come flying out of the front. All these people are just diving away from it, um, and they seem to be following Lucan. Um, how close do they get to Lucan? They're still trailing by quite a bit, because he's booking it. Now, are they attacking anybody, or they're just chasing Lucan? They're just chasing him. I would like to make sure that they... Uh, I wanted to arrive about the same time that they would, if they were to catch up to the rest of the party. So, like... Okay. I don't want to like. I don't want to engage them by myself, but I want to engage them about the same time they would engage the party. Okay, that's, so that's what I'm trying to do. Great. So you're kind of jogging. There's you know lots of people in the way. There's people like screaming and calling out for help and that kind of thing because there's you know the, because they're scared of these things. And now we're back to Relot. Do I see the armor? I would say at this point you don't really see the armor. You're focusing on her. Okay, uh, I'm gonna pull out the uh, vial of slumber oil. And just pour a little on the staff and crack her again. Okay. Ever, ever pinned to the wall, you're going to attack her while I'm pinning her? Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Seems fine. That's a bar to do. Oh, okay. See, it's a, it's a standard bar. Did you thing. ever um, <laughs> look up look up that stuff properly? Or, like, how did you... How yeah, did this, is, this, this is verbatim off your, uh, off the card. Okay. All right. Uh, so what did you use? I'm sorry. Get, uh, one of those one of those vials that that you guys picked up along the way. He's using some of the some of the vials. Oh, the stuff off the priest, like by the moth and knock. Mm-hmm. One of those vials. Mm-hmm. And he pours it on his staff and then hits her with it. Mm-hmm. What's uh? Do I get advantage because she's like prone or anything, or do I just swing at her? Strain? A lie. Uh, you would have <laughs> you would have advantage. Yes. Yes. Fifteen. Jeez. Oh, that's the hit. Sorry, I was thinking that was yeah. the hit. I was like, oh, gosh. Uh, DC 13 Constitution. Yeah, no. Okay, so as you're holding holding yeah. her up, suddenly the staff comes in and yeah, cracks gonna, her again. She's going to back away from it as it comes at her. Sure. Like, what? Just whips right past you yeah. and just smacks, her, smacks into her. Her head kind of impacts with the yeah. with the stone. Uh, three points. In. Three points. I ask her if I do any. But uh, okay. it's a DC 13 Constitution. Okay. Okay. Hits her, it really doesn't hit her very hard, yeah. um, but then she she's out. Like, Polg, are you doing anything specific? But at this point, we're pro- we're basically waiting for animated armor to come around. Loot the, the, the body, loot <laughs> the body. 
<laughs> well, currently, since that body's being pinned against the wall by someone else, that's a little awkward. Surprised that stops you. <laughs> I'm a gentleman, sir. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no skill in that. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess I'll just lean against the wall and wait for her to wake up. When I crashed I through the door, else. I said Lucan was under attack. Yeah, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure he's all right. He's drawing him to us. Yeah, he can right, handle himself. I'm all right. You, all right. You come around the corner, and they've, the got, corner. they've got her pinned up against the wall. Can I tell she's knocked out? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can tell that she's taken care of, for sure. So he stops, kind of looks, sees that they have everything under control. Turn around, see those dang things still, still coming oh, at me. Yeah, they, they're right. coming right for you. I'll just take a swing at one when everyone's okay, close yeah, to that. Just step up and. All right, here we go. Which one? I was great that my next action was going to be to ask I, her how to call on uh, the stupid armor. <laughs> the hide armor or the dwarven plate? The plate one scares me more. I'll go after that one. Okay. I rolled a natural one. Okay. Well then. We're starting wow. off with a bang. Great <laughs> dice. Great, great. So, <laughs> you, go, you take, take a swing. And your sword, you you basically slide that sword, and it's just like belly gut, right? Like, and you feel so good about it, and then you go to pull it back, and it's stuck. Oh, kind of a nutcracker. It's got right in right in one of the chinks of the armor. You just slid right in, and then it just sort of pinched it tight. Okay, all right. And your sword's in the armor. Damn. Well, I'm gonna let her body slump to the ground. Okay. I'll look over towards Rila. She called some sort of animated armor on, and I need to ask her how to take it away from us. Damage. Why did you do that? <laughs> Damage. Damage? And she just kind of walks past him and makes her way out toward the alley, towards the street. Okay. I don't know how far away the alleyway is to the street to where the armor is. I mean, is. You, you, because of the fact that he's sort of clothed with them, yeah. you probably wouldn't reach them in melee this turn. Okay. So she's going to make her way to the street, pull sword and shield out, and then just be kind of assessing the situation. Sure. Yeah, so you see that he has lost his sword, apparently, because he's standing there. <laughs> ah. Okay. And, well, uh, that, if that was just my, was that just my move to get to that? I to wish see I that? could have seen that. Well, we all did. Yeah. yeah, I think everybody did. Okay. <laughs> he's not very <laughs> happy about it. I'll yell, Lukong! And I'll take my sword and I'll throw it to you. I have another sword. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Do you sword. carry it on your back? I mean, like, I would I see it? Like, I, I guess I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, you would know. Soul sword? Oh, right. Okay, never mind then. I wouldn't do that. You wouldn't have worried about it. I won't do that then. Animated armor is going to try (sighs) to attack Lucan. Lucan, go ahead and roll your athletics. It's trying to grapple you. Eight? (laughs) 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 Who bought you those dice? (laughs) How much did they spend? Oh, he's probably laughing. Aaron's probably laughing right now. He Uh, can probably tell they're (laughs) rolling poorly. All right. And it, the plate yeah, actually sets. grabs a hold of you, and okay. you try to push back against it. The, the hilt of your of your sword is sort of you know <laughs> grinding in. You're actually thinking you might be able to pull at it if you get a lot of your but you're it's basically holding you tight. He's just okay. being bear hugged by this armor. Okay, Did work. It, you get right to it. You see this happening with the with the plate. The ad, the Adeladan hide is looking like it's about to t- attack him as well. Well, I would like to get in a flanking position after he manages to free himself from the armor, I suppose, and then I'll take a swing. Okay. At, um, uh, at the plate? I'll go after the hide. Okay. I mean, the plate seems to have him tied up, so <laughs> I don't want to accidentally hit the wrong thing. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the alley, so I'm not witnessing it. So. Uh, well, it's not like I'm doing much better. I rolled a... Um, crowds. 
I forget. It's like a seven. I mean, it's single digits. It doesn't matter. It's not a one. I rolled a two. But <laughs> all right, Relock, back to you. All right, so uh, Darren is <laughs> unconscious on the ground. Yes. All right, I'm gonna start moving towards the action and uh, look over at Hulk and say, I don't believe she has a coin purse on her. And we'll look at him. <laughs> right. So you just move in that direction. Yeah. Right. That brings. Can I get close enough to sling him? Yeah, you could. Sweet. Yep, you could walk as you're moving. You could pull up. When he hits you. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going after the hide or the plate? <laughs> it was close. I did not hit anyone. I rolled a two. What? <laughs> so a five. There's a small child walking by. <laughs> almost, Ping! almost get her. Like just so close. Hold. Um, I'm gonna start kind of just uh, whistling to myself and uh, go over and start <laughs> tying up the uh, the cultists. Dare it. Okay. And. Uh, Good idea. Casually yeah. searching the pockets too as we go. <laughs> well, whistling along. I mean, we gotta search her for knives so she doesn't kill herself. Exactly. Sure, we'll go with that. You gotta love what you do. <laughs> what? She uh, she does have a dagger on her, and there is a small pouch. Is it is it a knock tooth dagger or just a dagger? It looks like a regular dagger. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and of course the hammer that was there. Okay, but it's no a, coin purse it's or anything. Literally a tool. Or... You know. no, he said, that, she "Yeah, had a there's, pouch. A, there's a small pouch." Oh, okay. Yeah, we'll just pocket that right okay. there. All right, Lucan, you roll right, your try to escape. Nope. Uh, just roll acrobatics again. Um, is your acrobatics better than your athletics? Oh, uh, I imagine your athletics is better. Yeah, athletics. athletics. That's what I meant. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Fifteen. All right, you burst free from it and you pull the sword as you as you yeah. do. Yeah, nice. It kind of moves back, and the, and the, the plate awesome. at the front sort of pushes back, and it opens enough to get that sword back. <laughs> I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> but that's his action, right? Uh, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah so, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, no, just, know, getting, just getting ready to swing. Okay, so as he breaks out of that and pulls the sword out, I'm assuming the plate's kind of staggered backwards a little bit. Yeah. So she's just going to, like, call a flame to her hand and shoot at it. It needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Can't her. Okay. Uh, sacred flame. Uh, it a suit of armor is not very wise. Turns like out, that. no, it's Dex. I'm sorry, it is a Dex save. It's of it's not Dex, not really thirteen either, but better than its wisdom. Thirteen. Okay. What's the damage on yours? One d eight. How about the full eight? Oh, nice. and then it's radiant, so it'll be plus one, so nine. Okay. All right. So you hit it, hit it with this flame. It's it's now actually. Sort of almost like on fire inside of it. Yeah, it's hard to tell. So it's just like exactly. white flame comes out of her hand, and she just launches it at it and just just kind of across the it. inside yeah. of it. And Perfect. It's hard to tell exactly what happened. It doesn't. It it's, did sort of continue to stagger from the hit. So that all right. It's going to go after Lucan again. Of course. They both actually are still going after Lucan, and he is sort of dodging away from it. Okay. Work. Try some different dice. Advantage. I will take the 19 plus 5 for 24. Nice. <laughs> and I'm sorry, which one? This is on the hide still? The, the, yeah, this would be the hide. Okay. 9 plus um, 3, so 12. All right. A good part of this armor gets sort of hacked off with this. So this big sword, your big great sword, sort of slices through the bottom half of it. It's still floating there. It's still got its arms, but you took off a big chunk of it at the bottom of it. Almost half the armor is like laying on the ground. Relot. 
I am going to... By the way, at this point, some city guards start showing up. Sure. I'm just going to hang back and, uh... Just the, uh... Like, uh... Okay. Yeah, six. Not going to do it. Six to six. Six is not going to happen. Again, (laughs) that small child is, like, dodging rocks. (laughs) Oh, let me kill you! Hulk, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to just relax with my back against the wall and just kind of place my feet up on the <laughs> You're playing guard. Your mission is done. <laughs> I'm going to make sure this person just doesn't disappear on Look us. Look on. Taking a big old swing at the uh, playmail one. Okay. I got a uh, 18. That'll hit. For six damage. Great. This one does seem to do some damage. It dings it up pretty good. Doesn't seem to like okay. it. Oh. I thought you had your Zan's turn? Yeah, so she's staying at the corner um, to look down the alleyway and looking at the right. battle. Keep so she's kind of keeping an eye on cover. both. Yeah, she's kind of keeping cover on both of them. Okay. So she's constantly glancing over at Holg to see if anything's coming that direction. But she's going to do another flame at the plate one. Okay. So another dexterity this save. This is the one of your cantrips, right? It's cantrip, okay. yeah. So that's why I'm casting it all the time. Uh, 13 DC uh, dex save. Uh, three damage. Uh, same kind of idea. Yeah. It, it, it reacts. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to tell what the, what's going on with it. Yep. It, it is kind of cool though now because it's just like full of yes. fire. It's white. Though. It's and it's not like full normal flame. It looks like white fire. Sure. Yeah. Sweet. That's their turn. What happens to people who steal Hulk? <laughs> they get lit in white fire. It's a good thing I don't steal things. No. Oh, good. Good. Fresh start. Lucan, Lucan, go ahead and roll your uh, athletics again. The lit up. Metal armor is coming after you again. Twenty-four. Nice. All right, you sort of back it off. You know, hit it, hit away with its shield, and the hide armor goes after you. You don't even have to roll. So Merc basically has the one that has the other one after it now, hmm. um, but it just sort of lunges past you. That brings us to Relop. Uh, can I move to flank with Merc? Yeah, has a speed of twenty-five. That changes anything. Yeah, I think you could, because you were on the move before. Yeah. yeah. Good. 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 All right, I'm just going to quarter staff him two-handed. Okay. You're a wizard, Ari. Uh, it's a natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> See, he's going to show you these like a Yeah, little, he's I don't know what like talking about. <laughs> I'm a bard. <laughs> I'm a bard. Bard are good at sticks. It slates. Are you two-handing it this time? Yeah. <laughs> two points. <laughs> That's what, what happens when yes, you're a wad. Okay, critical paper. It, it's a little bit like a pinata, right? <laughs> like you just see this this little guy hit with this this you know hide armor with a stick. I'm kind of thinking of Yoda and empires. Like mine, no mine, mine, mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and oh my god, Old. still hanging out? Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, counting the money. Sure, let's see what we got in this coin purse. Just ink explosion in your face. <laughs> Damn it. There's two gold, four silver, and five coppers in there. Damn, she was rich. Lucan, your turn. All right, I will take a swing at the plate. Are you doing that stealthily, or are you just doing it kind of just, while you're in there? Come, 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 come. Got a uh, 12. Oh, uh, that'll miss. Okay. So you go to hit it, and it just sort of swipes your sword away with its big metal arm. Horrible noise, by the way. You know, every time you hit this thing, you're like, "I'm gonna have to sharpen this sword forever." <laughs> Zan, more of the same. Okay, save. Oh, uh, he saved. Okay, 
No damage. All right, so she goes to throw throw another one, and this one mm-hmm. it seems to evade. I was trying. Mert, go ahead and roll your athletics. I got a ten because I rolled a five. Sure. Okay. So it tries to grapple you again, or the the hide armor does, and you sort of, again sort of push it away. Uh, it, it did really bad. <laughs> <clears throat> wow. I'm just gonna. Uh, uh. Mert, it's your turn. All right, I'll swing at it. Uh, uh, apparently I rolled 13 damage. Nice. Alright, so you basically split, you, you just take your greatsword, bring it down at the, over the top of it, and it just splits into what was left of it, and it falls to the ground and just seems to go lifeless. It's just pieces of armor at this point. So that was the Hyatt armor. At this point, there are a couple of people from inside the shop that have come out with hammers, and they start slamming at that armor as well. So there's basically a crowd forming around the it. The plate one? Yes. Oh, wow. And so you've got others that are attacking. I mean, these are people that work you know, work at the Ironhide Armory. Mm. And Relop, anything you want to do? Are they, like, surrounding him, or? There's a couple of, yeah, at this point, I mean, you could, with your staff, you could get in a whack if you wanted to. All right. Fifteen. Yeah. That is a miss. Okay. So you're taking a swing, and it just people sort of get in the way. And little girl gets in. Little girl, yeah, little girl gets in the way again. What's he doing right next to it? Little girl's like, no, they're freaking Oh, so you're hanging out, right? She's really fascinating. Um, I'm going to hear the hammers tinging on that armor now, so I'll just like, get up and grab her by one foot and just drag her behind her. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> city, wow. gu- city guard takes notice of you. Hey! No, she's, she's with us. It's He's part of us. an investigation. Don't worry, we got it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, she's there to kind of guard him as he's coming down that alleyway. Okay. She'll be like, church investigation. All right. Got to hold them off. Uh, Lucan, your turn. I will take a swing at the plate. 20 to hit. <laughs> hey. Seven be. damage. All right. So between that and the and the hammers smacking into it, it starts to lose shape a little bit. When you come in for that last one, it seems to give up on it. It doesn't fall apart or anything. It just sort of you hit it. It gives a big a big ding down the front of it. You're again really worried about your sword, <laughs> and it sort of does this stagger in the air and then just <laughs> hits the ground. Wow. And it's just sort of busted up pieces. Right. Turn around and one of the guys standing there that had been. Uh, attacking, you recognize him as Atticus, the guy who had given you permission, the, oh. the guy that owned the place. Yeah, gotcha. Um, and so he basically starts to say, like, what is happening here? You know, I, I, Those three this... there. I say thanks for the help, Atticus, but unfortunately, Derrett uh, has been involved in some not so good things, so we have to uh, take her with us for the time being. Not another one. Yep. He's losing help all over the place. <laughs> he lost was two people in the last day. <laughs> he says, "You know, I'm I'm very sorry. Please tell me tell me what we can do to help. If you would like any any help with your with your weapons, because I can see that yours has taken a little bit of a beating. You're welcome to leave it with me, and we could clean it up for your for your help. And I might I have to come back up, for that. I appreciate it, though. If I walked up next to Zan, dragging the." Uh, Unconscious person behind me, and I'm just going to kind of lean in and be like, I sure hope he isn't going to charge us for damages to armor. (laughs) (laughs) I would certainly hope not. Maybe take it out of her wages. She'll be working as an indentured servant for years. (laughs) 
Anyway, I'll talk to the city guard and just say we're taking her to okay, the Okay, yeah, I have a little conversation yeah. about that. And Is there any way we can arrange, like, transportation they or something? They want to go through and check everything else out. I, I just pick her up and put her over my shoulder. How far away? I mean, I guess I don't want to walk around the city with an right. unconscious body on her shoulders. Got a better idea. It's blocked at this point. I mean, you could certainly call for call a carriage. There's enough yeah. that would come through. It's almost like grabbing a cab in this town. Sure. So you could certainly do something like that. Okay. Yeah, let's call for one of those. Okay. Well, I pick her up and wait for the carriage. I guess. Yeah. But probably cost you th- three copper. You know, just a little fine on the way up. Fine. Before you leave, Merc, Atticus does actually like ask you who, like who takes care of your weapons. Like, it's in the middle of all the people are talking to the, <laughs> the city guard, and he actually asks if you take care of your own. Do you, do you, do you go to somebody? I uh, typically try to take care of my own. I do need to get a blacksmith's kit, though. No? Yeah. I'm sure purchase one over at the apothecarium next door. Good to know. I, uh, I don't really have the time at the moment. Isn't, well, is the apothecarium in front of the church? Apothecarium is kind of in the center of the... Sort of the North Market. Okay. You've heard Pothecarium before because that's right. where the key yeah. was stolen. From. That's right. Was that where all the enchanted weapons and armor and stuff were or something like uh, that? The Pothecarium is basically like a, um, like a general store. Okay. Um, and a bit of a grocery. Okay. The church, there's a, the lowest level of the cathedral as you go up is, yeah. is kind of like where they keep potions and stuff like okay, that. Okay. I guess that's what I was thinking. And, it's still more for the uh, courtesy of not carrying an unconscious body through the city streets. You really haven't hung out around the lower part of town, have you? Apparently not. So we'll we'll take the carriage. Okay. All right. So just going straight to the cathedral, right? That's what they told us to do. So as you're moving moving along, you know, start to go up the sort of winding street that, that rolls around this hill that the cathedral's built on. You're reminded as you go up that the the the, the, the name of the church sanctioned shop is uh, the potion shop mm-hmm. is actually called the uh, the unseen servant, and you've seen that before. Mm-hmm. As you go up, you you pass by that. The next level is basically the Prince Home Treasury, which is effectively where the where the you know the banking system is. If you wanted to deposit mm-hmm. and withdraw, the Healer's Keep is north of that, which is where you all met with Serial or mm-hmm. the, the siblings. Then you get to, to the cathedral itself. As you get to that to sort of that level, they all sort of stop you and, and they need clearance and all that sure. kind of stuff. And they talk to you. Um, it's pretty quickly they were expecting you, and so as sure. soon as you show that you've got this unconscious girl with you, mm. they let you in. And again, that Dulux meets you up at the okay. sort of the entryway to the cathedral. So at this point, you're not fully into the you know toward the altar as itself. Sure. You're meeting with them. I might assume these three have never been to the cathedral before or into the upper levels of it. I don't know. For I, 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 mean, I know for a fact that you actually have been to the cathedral before. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has, yes. So, yes. Uh, like, she's kind of watching them. I'm not going to pretend to be surprise. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was checking the reactions to see how but, they were reacting to right, the right. cathedral and stuff. I mean, I have been to a cathedral, not maybe the Prince Hall one. Right. But, uh, the one in Woods End is actually made of wood. It's a big sort of cabin, almost. <laughs> so this looks very different from what they're used to. Yeah, because this is just all white marble and super mm-hmm. grandiose. And but it's not, you know, they can see it from everywhere in Pennsylvania, everywhere. Almost. Yeah. But this would be the first time they'd stepped into it. Okay. I'll check, uh, actually take a quick peek in my uh, little, like, coin purse. Um, look at the uh, small piece of wax and then put it back. Okay. Interesting. 
Um, is there like an offering box or something? There Probably is. Probably a tithing box. I'm mm-hmm. sure. All right. Toss a few coins in there. All right. Generous. See, and Merc is doing that. I pull out a couple of copper and throw it in there. The bloody ones? Is that what we're supposed to <laughs> <laughs> Not that you're aware. Lucan is just so impressed. They were well cleaned. They're actually the shiniest copper you've seen. <laughs> you've ever seen. How, how large is the slot? Can I tell how full this box is? <laughs> I put, I put uh, some silver and copper Perfect in. Perfect rogue response. Yeah, 100% I'll be saying. The slot um, is only large enough for a coin. Okay. All right. You know, a single coin at a time. Do we have to push the coin down into the pile of and coins that is in there? To the, to the marble. Okay. <laughs> I'll make a mental doubt there. <laughs> All right. As you enter, a couple of um, acolytes come come up and and take her and start moving moving her away. We're staying with her as they're taking her. Are they taking her like, well, to the dungeons or something? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the, basically, the you're you're greeted by Dulux. Yeah. I mean, I'd turn over Dulux, but anybody else. And yeah. he has you know a couple of people that pull him away. Again, he's got these two paladins flanking him. Mm-hmm. One of whom is certainly a favor. In fact, you notice. As you didn't see it before, but his on his shield he has the family crest. It's basically a little flame in a doorway. That's for favor. It's, yeah, favor. Okay. Oh, okay. It's one of the the human. One of the prim homes. Yep. Yeah. Prim home the nobility families. Okay. Um. So they take her, hit, take her, and leave, but Dulux stays. Yes. Okay. You trust them? I do. Very well. So we have your bounty. What next? Great. He hands out a bag of coin. I'll take it. He says, this is what we found from the paperwork. We did find other invoices. I mean, they were provided to us by the luminaries. How many? How many daggers? How many different shipments? It looks to be six, the most recent of which just left about five days ago on its way to Lucido. How long would a caravan like that take to get there? Just for, like, in-character knowledge, the lights rode. Like, how long would it take to get there? Probably a little over two weeks. Wow. So they're not not even probably halfway. Halfway. The luminaries do also only use the Light's Road. They do not deal with the Sword Sea at all. Okay. So it might be, you know, we, we might think about sending somebody to go retrieve it. You'd have, you know, have to book passage over the water in order to catch them. But um, it would be feasible. On the river, you mean? No, on the, oh, on the, on the sea. On the sea. Okay. You'd have to go to Bream, book have, passage. Has any communication been made with... Lucidum yet? Yes, we sent some word there. And what um, is their response? They basically said they're going to start looking into things. It's a little early to understand exactly what the next steps will be. Okay. My place in this is basically to secure this town. Mm-hmm. I am directly answering to Herod, and Bishop Herod is obviously concerned about the same thing. One of our biggest concerns is the fact that we don't have, we don't know exactly who we can trust. And so I have proposed to him that we ask you to go to Lucidum and try to beat this this last shipment. Not just to get the daggers, but we we need to know who it's going to. The name that was on the invoice, somebody that's supposed to pick it up about, you know, two weeks from now, is Sanger. It's Sanger. Do we know who this is? We can't find any record, um, in, you know, in the time that we've that we've looked thus far. We have them looking for that name in Lucidum as well, but we didn't alert anyone specifically to that pickup. Who have you been speaking to in Lucidum? One of the bishops. 
yes, we've been talking to somebody at the bishop level, and we've been talking to a couple of Monsignors as well. I would prefer not to throw a lot of names around right at this moment, just Very because, well. again, we're not exactly sure who we can trust. We just need to know who we need to coordinate with when we get there. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. When are we leaving? I would say if you're willing to try to go over the over the Sword Sea and, and beat it that way, I think that you should probably leave within the next two days. I don't think you need to leave immediately if you have other things you want to take care of. You know, if you stayed today, I would leave the day after. This is like in the evening, though, isn't it? This is the evening, yeah. So, I'm sorry, if you stayed, tom- if you stayed tomorrow... Tomorrow, sorry, okay. I would leave the day after. Okay. If you go any further than that, I think you're, ch- you're chancing not making it in time. So the idea would be just to go to Briam, take a boat in the sea to Lucidum, and then come backwards and try to catch it? Or would we be there to intercept it when it you came? Need, the idea would be to be, to be in Lucidum first. <clears throat> okay. To get there first and be there before they, they go to pick up the shipment. Would you rather be intercepted on the road or when it comes into the city proper? I would probably... My suggestion would be that you just get to the luminaries. It's called the barn in Lucidum. Okay. Go to the luminaries barn and wait for somebody to pick it up. That way we know, we can at least have an idea of who we're dealing with. Okay. As you guys are talking, somebody comes out from the from further into the cathedral and, you know, pulls Dulux over and the two have a, have a quick conversation. He comes back to you and says, we also have looked into this night's day concept. Yes. So it does presumably have to do with some sort of eclipse. There's going to be a day mm-hmm. where the moon goes in front of the sun somehow. I don't know. I've heard of such a thing, but, but we don't really know a lot about how that works. Is there a schedule of when it's supposed to happen? Well, there's one person that would know. My suggestion is maybe that maybe we could have you ask. Okay. We could have you find that information for us. Who are we looking for? He kind of smiles a smile. And says he's a prisoner. We're going to, I'm going to ask you to talk to somebody that isn't, he's not a very savory person, but he's the only person that we know that has this kind of knowledge. Astrology, for those of you that live in this world, Mm. it's not something that most people understand, right? Sciences were sort of pushed aside for years. We're we're in, in, you know, coming out of a dark age. Sure. The person, and he does say it like that, right? Mm. The person that I'm going to suggest that you talk to. And again, it's because I trust you at this point. There's, call him Pulo the Astrologer. He's oh. in the Star Dungeons. We, we can grant access. We'll have to talk to somebody down there. We'll basically ask you to talk to him, see if he can tell you when this eclipse would be. It must be coming soon, but we just don't have that knowledge ourselves. What were his crimes? Astrology. <laughs> Is that all? Well, Pulo is what they call a knock-touched. Hmm. How do you... And you, you've heard <laughs> of that, but it's almost like a boogie tale. You know, like, what? That's do for real? You, do you think he would give us accurate information if he's knock-touched? He could lie to us if he wants... I do. He's a little bit, he's a little bit crazy. Okay. But I, I do believe that he would give the, the correct information with that. He's, he gets very fixated on things like that. He wouldn't lie about star charts. He wouldn't lie about astrology. He's too fixated on it to let it be de- deceptive with okay. it. Now, and this is not to mean that you should trust him for other things, because it's quite likely that he might try to kill you while you're there. But I don't think he'd lie to you about the eclipse. Is the knock touch contagious? No. Somebody roll religion? either religion or history. Either of those would work. Is there a way for me to assist with that? 
Mm, I don't think so. 16 you're religion. You're just sort of recalling information, right? Sure. 16? 16 religion. Yeah, um, so Zan remembers reading about that a little bit. They, mm. they, it was supposed to be so long ago, though. It doesn't make sense necessarily that, that this guy would even be alive. But long ago, when people were di- were digging into a lot of the magics that, that maybe they shouldn't have, mm. sometimes they would end up sort of driven mad, and they'd have weird curses that would occur with these wizards. And so he's one of those one of those that apparently became something different from what he was initially. Was that kind of the origins of the Lightbringers? Was that not touch people were causing, it's and they had to be adjudicated or cert- they had to be controlled? Certainly, part of that. Okay, right? I mean it would be a, it would definitely be something that people would, would have pointed at to say like we need to control magic because things like this were happening. Look right. at what happened to this guy. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Is he a human? Uh, he was a human. What is he now? You'll just have to see. Getting a real Hannibal Lecter vibe. I'm just like, <laughs> like I'm to walk down the glass things. Hello, Zanafea. So the guy, the, the, they, like they, they basically ask you to wait here. Yeah, I mean, if you're willing. Are to they bring him to us, or we're going down there? We're, we'll, we'll bring you down to. The Where dungeons. is the Star Dungeons? What is that? You've never heard of the Star Dungeons. You have no hmm. idea. <laughs> That's a little freaky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like some Area 51 stuff. All so, right. if you would wait here, the, yeah. and, you know, please, please know, I, I would go talk to him, but I don't think he'll talk to me anymore. Why do you think he'll speak with us? You've never killed him. <laughs> right. What? what? <laughs> Eyes go a little wide. Okay. You said kill. We'll, like, we'll let the Inquisitor just explain. Very well. The Inquisitor. Okay. So, we wait here. Okay. So I, I was asking him as a question. Sorry. Oh, Are we yes. supposed to wait here? Yes, please. Yes. So he, he, I have to talk to a couple people, yeah. and we'll make sure that this is, that this okay. is a go. Because this is getting into the evening now, I assume. Maybe we want to take a nap before... Uh... We could talk to him first. No, I'm saying maybe, you know, if he's as truly as horrific as they're describing, maybe we want to get a good night's sleep before we talk to him. <laughs> we'll see how long it takes to get the permissions, I guess. In the meantime, she'll give you a nice guided tour of the cathedral. Uh, <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> I figured no one would take her up on that, but that's fine. Lucan's excited about that. I tour. know you are. <laughs> but you know everything here already. You've, you've heard my tour. What, what sort of tour is it if uh, you were finding out about a dungeon you didn't even know existed? A new thing she can add to the tour later? <laughs> Yeah, you've been to this. You've been to this place yeah, all your life. A bunch. I've never life. heard you've of never, a star dungeon. Like, what Creepy. the heck is that? Right. And so, so as you're waiting, they come back. He says, "We can get you in apparently in the morning. So go get some rest. <laughs> First thing in the morning, we will see about about walking you in. Sure. All right. So they can get us into the morning. I guess go our. We still want to go to the library, but the library is closed. Right. Is there, well, would there be anything in the archives here that we could use for your decryption? Well, uh, if there's anything on cryptography, it might be of use. I don't know. You would imagine, those of you in the church, that, that yeah. cryptography is probably not part of the okay. churches. It's you know a little more scientific. All right. Um, so we need to get a place to stay for the evening. I mean, we're local, so we'll be able to. We'll be taken care of. Do you guys want to just meet here in the morning? Do you want to meet in an inn? What do you want to prefer? Well, let's just go back to the soldiers' cup. Okay. Sure. I mean, uh, it's a reasonable enough. The, 
And it wasn't your f- most favorite place, Hogue, because of all the authority there, but... Yeah, I'll find a place. I'll be fine. All right. Luke and I, you mentioned wanting to sleep in your own bed again tonight. Do you want to go home? Yep. Yep. All right. We'll see you at the Soldier's Cup in the morning, then we can come to the cathedral together? Sounds good, mate. All right. Uh, while you're there, I'm assuming the result's going to be not very uh, fruitful. Well, you might, you where? might as well ask your sage, your half-sage. I'm assuming you have one. We do? What do you know about sages? I've seen nobles before. Yes, you've made your opinion very clear about them. He doesn't like them. Yeah. I'm aware. Okay. There's a reason for it. Okay. But at least you, Zan and Luke, can, Luke and, uh, you've shown that at least to try to live up to the name Noble. But uh, I'm just saying that maybe you could reach out to your sage and see if he knows anything about the next thing. I'm, I'm assuming that he may not. If they're saying in, in the entire church, there's one person that may know he knew about the mouth of Knox, so we could certainly ask what else he knows, and we can let you know in the morning. Thank you. Of course. Anyway, we'll be on our way. Good night to you all. Actually, on the way out, I'm going to pull Hulk aside. Ooh. Don't steal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't happen to uh, know anyone that is good with parchment and ink, do you? Given your line of work. I might have a few connections that I can ask around. If I were to uh, give them some money, do you think uh, they could fashion a uh, writ from a foreign government for me? Hmm. Like, what sort of government? There's a uh, kingdom north of here. Okay, how far north are we talking about? Well, it's just north of the Great Wood. Okay, do you got a name for this town? <laughs> I will see if I can track that down. Okay, you give me a name and I'll see what you can do. Put some uh, some feelers out. I'd appreciate it. All right. Okay. okay. So everybody leaves cathedral. Yep. These two have their conversation. Mm-hmm. You guys are go- the twins are going to go home. Yep. Parliament House. I would like to go to the apothecarium uh, or whatever how you say Poth- that. Yep. Apothecary. And uh, look into the uh, blacksmith skit. Okay. Is that open late at night or is that open twenty four hours? If it's of? open. Uh, it would still be open at this point. Okay. It'd probably stay pretty late. Okay. And I, I'm probably about halfway to it, so just to get. <clears throat> okay. So, you, yeah, when, um, it's a very large building in the, in the market. It's got it's a lot of food, food stuff. This is actually the kind of place you would go to get kind of luxury items like game sets and mm. things, you know, just sundries. The proprietor is this sort of pudgy, older, bald man. There's just one guy that works there? Or is there no, there's, there's quite a few, but yeah. there's very definitely they're answering to this one man. They try to help you, or you take their help. Yeah, I mean, if I just ask where the, like, the, I, I don't even know what they call it in this game. But sure. The blacksmith like skin. Some tools. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and you find it, and it's all pretty ba- basic prices. Sure. I'll mark it off. That, that's all I do, and then I go to the soldier's okay. cut. Makes his purchase, takes off. You do notice that the proprietor has a pretty large dog behind the counter. Point of interest. Hulk, as soon as you hit the, the marketplace, you do have a small child come up and hand you a letter. Everybody's getting notes. You want to see the one I got? You've already seen it. No? Okay. Okay. I don't know if you want to mention it at all or like for the or just keep a secret. Nah, that's good. Okay. So he's handed a letter by a small child. Does anybody no see one, it? I don't think so, because you're, you're just taking your separate ways. Yeah, we all right? split. Yeah, Hulk's going somewhere else. You're looking for more, Hulk. As you're 
moving through, kind of going through the marketplace, and you're going to kind of headed towards the Bower, the, the, the High Orc neighborhood is kind of the direction you would start heading, which is actually a little bit more northeast than, than most of us have seen in our time here. A couple people, hey, Hog, Hog, and you turn around and there's Linos and, and his gang, right? So there's a, basically three High Orcs and a human female, and they all kind of come over and give him a big hug, and they're like, hey, and, you know, high fives and, you know, slaps on the back. So, uh, we heard about the whole magistrate thing, man. Yeah, that's that guy. Oh, man. So, this is what we had in mind. We think, because, you know, that guy freaking celibus at the apothecarium, right, that, that you, you know, took the, the right. key from. Well, that guy is just a big dope, right? And we know that this magistrate Ardix can just shove off. Both of them are terrible people. We know that. So, this is what we're thinking. I think we should go steal that key back from from Celibus and plant it at the magistrate's house, and they're all you know they all stop and high five each other again, like yeah, all right, yeah. What do you think? I'm liking this idea. You know, and that big birthmark dude that used to work for for, for uh, Celibus, the the, the uh, I don't know, whatever his name was, man. You know, the guy big strawberry birthmark thing. That guy's gone, man. So he was always the trouble in that place anyway. He's like the biggest security there was. And that dude isn't even in he, there. He was security for there. Yeah. So like that's it's gonna be all the easier to mess with that dude. He's got the dog, right? So we have to deal with the okay. dogs in some way, I'm sure. But other than that, let's just let's do it. You already in? Tell you what, I'll I'll take it from here. And you guys can just keep an ear on the ground. Oh, come on. And the the uh, and Odo you know, sort of the guy who sees you as a rival, Odo, like, no, no, no. This, you're not going to get all the, this is our idea. That's we, fine. We you guys wanna, can take credit, but I'm going to tell you right now. That. There's, uh, there's some other things going on behind the scene right now you probably don't want to get involved with. Toru, the, the sort of big, she's a big uh, barbarian type female, basically just says, oh, you, you need my help. You get it. You tell me. All right. Tell you what, though, you guys go ahead and wait about a week. Let the heat die down a little bit. Because right now with that magistrate and that whole incident, everybody's going to be keeping an eye on that situation. Linos is like, that's why it'll be funny. It's oh, like, yeah. you wait a while, nobody's going to care. But we put that thing in that guy's, in that guy's apartment. Awesome. All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, cool, man. Let's go. Dangle that carrot right in front of your face. <laughs> Out of character, Burke Perez. <laughs> but in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that strawberry blonde or yeah. strawberry birthmark, and I'm like, oh, oh, crap. I really I don't, don't want my friends getting involved in this, but they're did you see that? Pretty excited about it. He was the one that I killed. It was like away from everybody else. Yeah, right. If you ever saw him, I wouldn't have seen him, but probably would have heard it come up in conversation. Maybe. Maybe. I, I think the people were talking about who they were after the fact, right? Or mentioned who we caught well, down the catacombs. It got brought up in when we were talking to the guards because they referenced where they came from, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah. then someone mentioned a strawberry blonde birthmark, and he's like, no, no, that's not that person, or we don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. And then Hulk's like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Gotcha. Yeah. They're right. ready to go. Like, Let's, Let's go steal it. Let's go all check right. this out. You're going? Sure. All right. Then you're not contacting these guys at all? 
Nah. Alright. Especially not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure Lucan would have some issues with this. Mm. You, you go to the apothecary and they're just not actually going in, that kind of thing. They, they basically want to just sort of stake it out. Um, obviously you can tell them what what you would suggest, that kind of thing. But they, you know, you know this is a church-sanctioned building. The head of the guy that they keep talking about, his celibus is a deacon. This sort of bookish, sort of older, balding guy. The guy I was describing with Merck. And you've, you've been in here before. Tons of tools, adventuring gear sort of thing. This is where you'd buy a lot of that stuff. Travel provisions, specialized items and maps and things like that. As you case, you sort of case it out a little bit, is that work for you or do yeah, you have other yeah, plans? Definitely case it out. Kind of case it out. You do see a few people going in and out carrying bags and then they leave without the bags over the course of, you know, an hour. You just see that happen actually a couple of times. And you do see Celibus step out. You totally recognize the guy and he has a large black shaggy dog with him. It's kind of a mutt. Go ahead and roll your perception. Uh, perception. That's a nine. Okay. Yeah, you don't notice anything necessarily specific about him. Then he goes back in. You do actually know because you kind of stole from this place before. Mm-hmm. He sleeps upstairs. It doesn't cover the whole building, but the little section is it has a second story, and that's where his place is. Okay. So they're basically talking to you, and they're being way too loud. They're you know just kind of partying it up a little bit. In fact, Drew's is totally drinking, mm-hmm. like he's sitting here with this flask. And basically says, they, they say, well, we'll just wait till he goes to sleep. And then, how, wh- how do we deal with the dog? We need some distractions. Drew's is like, don't be killing no dogs. No, no, no. We're going to just distract it. We need to go to the soldier's cup. Drew's is like, hell yeah, we do. And she's like, <laughs> knocks back a little more. <laughs> All right. Start heading towards the soldier's cup. Let's forget this yeah. whole robbery. Just get drunk. <laughs> get drunk, then do the robbery. There you go. You're on your way to the Soldier's Cup with them. Let's go ahead and we'll, we'll cut to the twins and let them kind of touch base at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we go back home. We obviously yeah. tell our parents about everything. But then uh, I would like to go talk to the sage if possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. There he is. He's, he's dressed in robes with a kind of a sash that show the purple of your family. Okay. And he kind of gives you a little hug because you grew up with him. You know, Nikan, we've got a couple questions for you. What are the Star Dungeons, and who is Pulo? Um, he says Star Dungeons. He says, I don't know a Pulo. Pulo doesn't sound familiar to me, but the Star Dungeons, that's interesting. We've never heard that name before. We didn't know what it meant. Well, I don't know that they exist. They're sort of legend, I think. But the Star Dungeons were supposed to be some sort of gated dungeon where they, they use some sort of magic of the past and sort of put someone into a, like a different dimension or step through the gate and be in another place hmm. and sort of separate beings of power. So if someone were dangerous, they could pay, maybe use these gates to sort of seal them off from the rest of us. Okay. Okay. Um, Interesting. What else are we supposed to ask him? What do you know about Night's Day? Yeah, are you familiar with astrology or eclipses? Uh, the, the concept, I mean, I know what an eclipse is and, and the idea of astrology and the movement of things in the sky. Mm. I am not versed in the you know, much about it. Okay. Have you heard of Night's Day before? I have not. Okay. The information you had from the mouth of Nock, what 
what texts were those from? They're basically tenebrous. Uh, we have a few texts that deal with the history of tenebrous and the sort of the fall of the first empire. Do any of them mention an eclipse? I could look. Please do. We will need to know in the morning before we leave. I apologize for a late evening we might be setting you upon. Oh, certainly, Melinda. That's how I like to spend my evenings. Thank you. Did you go see your father and mother, I'm assuming? Yeah. Yep. His hand's like, ah, it's fine. <laughs> Every time, kind of hesitant, but yes, we will see him. When you get into the hall, you kind of expect him to, to be in there. He spent a lot of his time in that main chamber that, you, you know, almost... Uh, that greeting, greeting hall with the raised dais yeah, and the chairs? Kind of he just sits um, in there? That's weird. Well, you kind of, yeah, he, he spends a lot of time in there. Yeah, that, feeling important. He, he isn't there initially, <clears throat> and so when you walk in, Orum oh, is Orm. there. Master Orum Gladlin... You know, he's working on something. I don't yeah. know, he's got a parchment in front of him. Yeah. And he says, well, look at who came back to us. Mm. Your parents were expecting you back. They said to go see them in their chamber. And then he goes back to his stuff. He's in the middle of some sort of business. Go ahead, Luke, and I have a question for Master Orm. I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Go see mother and father. So this is the guy who gave you that envelope. Nope. <laughs> Are you saying that? No, no, I just can't remember. You, you know it isn't. Can't remember this the is, name. This Gladlin's the guy. This is the guy that uh, that taught you how to fight. He's like the old uh, master of arms. Those are master of arms. Yeah. So you leave. Um, I don't feel a need to, but she's just she's directing you onwards, like she wants to have a private word with Master Arm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Oh, you never <laughs> leave me alone. You don't trust I'll me go. in anything I'm saying. I'll go. T- I'll go to mother and father. Okay. Yes, young lady. He puts his, pen, his yeah. quill down. Obviously, he realizes you've got something to ask. Yeah. She, she, she seems very sullen, kind of just tired almost, <laughs> mm-hmm. but also a little bit sad. She's, um, I understood what the consequences were when I became a cleric of the Order versus a keeper. I've never killed anyone before. And I've killed three people in the last day and a half. Does it... She's trying to find words. Does it get easier? Yes. Maybe if they deserve it. It's never going to be easy. Did they deserve it? I don't know. When you pick up the sword, you're going to use the sword. I know. And I know that's rough at first. But you've got to understand that it's part of the job. Yes. I believe I spoke myself into that a number of times, but... The realism of it is only just hitting me. Puts his hand on your shoulder and just says, you you will get through this. Thank you, Master Mom. She'll leave him. So I'll arrive like two, a minute later. (laughs) It's not a long conversation. So Lucan, when you get to the bedroom of your parents, brings back all of these memories as a child, you know, these stone walls. And there was a time when you really weren't allowed in here. It's odd that they would call you in there, but it's getting, it's, you know, well into evening. So when you walk in, dad comes and gives you a hug. Mom comes and gives you a hug. Probably not in that order, I guess. They say, you know, dad's got spies in the church. He's all, he always knows what's happening in the church. It's almost annoying. He says, so you're going to Lucidum? Is that what we're hearing? Yes, father, that is the plan. Sister shows up not to, you know, not yeah. too long after kind of thing, because... 
he lingered. Uh, Luca Lucan lingered a little yeah, bit, so yeah. it's not a big gap. In not between. a big gap. Mother is basically. She says, "Hoping that you come back safe to us, but I'm glad that you're going to be working towards making the world a better place." Dad says, "And working towards Im- improving the family's standing." Since you are going to maybe not do what we had planned initially, but we, you know, we are very much behind it. We want to send you off with a couple of things to keep you safe. Okay. It's unnecessary, but... Zan, we are going to send you off with the reliquary of Anastasia. You know what that is. It's a little box. It's a small golden rectangular box. It has a cloudy quartz window through which you can sort of make out this small bone fragment on a, a bed of faded purple cloth. Okay. <laughs> um, in, ga- in game terms, it's it doesn't really do a lot for us, but it's possible. The idea is that like it's supposed to be good luck for the family. It's supposed to somehow help you, you know, sort of connect in your faith. So we're going to send that off with Zan. Thank you. And it's the the bone fragment in there is supposed to be of Amastasia. Which Dad always says he when they talk about Amastasia. Amastasia mm. is the founding family member, right? He always says he, but Zan kind of says she most of the time, right? Like it's it's unclear <laughs> mm-hmm. whether, whether it was a male or a female. Okay. And so Dad's very much says he. Lucan, you make your decision, but it's a little up in the air. Lucan, we're, we're, we're also going to send you off with something as well. We're going to give you the prayer beads of Anastasia. This is a necklace of alternating beads of white and translucent quartz and purple to- and purple topaz. It kind of looks like a rosary, and instead of like a little crucifix, which we would expect to see on a rosary, it basically is a little mithril sword, the end of it. Two of the quartz and one of the topaz glow with a soft inner light. Again, you know of this. Both of you mm-hmm. are like, these, mm-hmm. are, these are family heirlooms. They're relics of the, of the family. Wow. Okay. You're sort of in awe that they would hand these to yeah. <laughs> The hilt of the little miniature sword is set with a glowing white topaz, and on one side... Uh, on one side, there's an empty socket on the other. So like this, it must be missing missing something from, from previous. So this one does actually have some in-game things that, that okay. occur from it. For those of you that are, there's prayer beads in the in the player's handbook, this is not those prayer beads. This okay. is a little different. Okay. Kind of a um, homebrew item, you mean? There are effectively spells mm. that you could call on for the in this thing, but they're one-shotters. Like mm. once, oh, they're, okay. once they're used, they're gone. Okay. Cool. So, you've been handed these two things wow. with the idea that you will sort of make the family proud, keep yourselves alive, and bring some light to the world. Of course. Okay, Lucan thanks him and, you know, bows his head to him. Mm-hmm. We'll see you in the morning. Right. He'll give you a kiss on the cheek, and Relop and Merck are just going to the, to the yeah. tavern to get some sleep, right? So we'll cut back to Holg. I get the top All right. Or do you guys have anything you need to cover? <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I mean, I already did the one thing I wanted to do, and uh, I would like to, uh, once we got back to the to just order food. So, yeah, you probably get Okay. So, we got you guys eating a little bit. And yeah. All right. So, whole you guys show up at the Soldier's Cup, and I would imagine by this time, these guys are actually down there eating. So, when you show right. up there, you see Relop and Merc. Yeah, I sit at their table. The tavern. So, uh, that's why all the chafing's been happening. <laughs> Exactly. Well, uh, there is some talcum powder, and I know where we can get a great quantity of. Yeah, yeah I could use some the... talcum powder. Okay. 
So yeah, Taco uh, <clears throat> Bunner wouldn't work. Uh. <laughs> anyway, real up. I've got a got a proposition for you, a favor, if you will. <laughs> That's how I got the chafing in the first place. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. That's all right. What do you need? Um, do you have any ways to perhaps maybe put a dog to sleep? <laughs> put a dog to sleep. Like permanently? Not permanently. <laughs> I have many skills. I could probably assist you with this. All right. Those vials have doses listed, don't they? Yeah. Okay. There are yeah, three. Well, those. two. Now. Okay. Just any dog, or somewhat of an aggressive guard dog, but okay. Oh, this is easier than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, I'll hand right. him over the uh, <laughs> vial slumber roll. Like when you ask for something random, and they just pull it out of their pocket. Oh, you like, there you go. Oh. Let me put something Bring to it back yeah, if right you can. Excellent. Okay. Appreciate that. I like the rogues. Seems okay. I'll be I'll be sure to get you some talcum powder for that chafing. There you go. I'm going to run back with uh, Linos and start heading back to... Well, I have the vial... Okay, I'm like, this is how we're going to deal with this dog. Okay. So They're like, cool, what is that? It's the answer for the dog issue. Oh, all right, enough said. <laughs> Jersey gets into a little bit of a scuffle with, with uh, somebody at the bar because tr- she's trying to leave with one of their mugs. <laughs> Jersey, we'll come back for that later. Let's go. <sighs> Slams it down. All right, so you get back to the Apothecarian, yep. and it seems dark there. It's like he's kind of closed up shop. All right, I'm going to kind of just, like, see if I can kind of peer through windows at the moment. seems that everything's sort of closed up. Even the – there's windows on the with curtains on the upper level, mm-hmm. and it's, it seems even dark up there. Even dark. Okay. Uh, go ahead and check that front door. It is locked. All right. Let's uh, begin this uh, routine. I'm going to – also motion to the guys to just like keep it down now. Okay. It's the the time for a rough housing and rabble rousing is past and we need to be able to more serious. They're all like okay. shh, yeah. shh, shh, no, shh, you shh, shh. No, yeah, you shh. Yeah, yeah. I'm like Drew said, get go down the street. Just be lookout. Odo like as you go to pick the lock, Odo's like Oh, you know, like when somebody's going to pay the bill and they're all like faking it, like, oh, let me get that. Oh, no, he's got me. He'd be yeah, no, no, I got this. I got this. So I got the next one. I got the next one. Sure. To pay right. you out of jail again. This is going to be great. <laughs> yep. Yeah, <laughs> you sure are. I just tried to like just kind of jam that lock a little bit. All right. Like... All right. Did you get a one? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Sure did. Ding. Yeah. You're not sure you're going to get this open. You, no. you might have bent your tool a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's go check the back door. Okay. Yep. There's a there's another one. All right. Try it. Yeah. You kind of have to mess with the tool. Yeah. At straight, first on your way around. Pick the out a little bit. Sixteen. Sixteen will do it. Okay. Click. All right. I am going to uh, put a dose of this oil, like kind of the end of like like the pommel of my dagger, mm-hmm. so that I can just like jab it when I see the dog. Okay. Linos um, says too, he's like, he's been telling everybody, he's like, if we steal a bunch of stuff, it will wreck the plan. Just the, just the key. It's not funny if it's just a burglary. Right. And they're all like, all right, all right. Yeah. 
Odo's still like you see him like reaching for a couple little things here and there. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah. Point at him. I want to start going. I'm going to assume that the uh, merchant kept the you know is arrogant enough to probably keep the key in the same location as it was before. Okay. You you know where it was and it is not there anymore. Okay. I'm going to kind of start looking around to see if I can find this dog. Roll your stealth first, and we'll see if he finds you. <laughs> you might have to not have to look too long. Uh, Seventeen. You kind of come around the corner, and he's seems he's kind of curled up mm-hmm. behind the counter, so yeah. he hasn't heard you yet because he's he's snoozing. Right. All right. I'm just going to kind of tap him with that uh, pommel that has the slumber oil on it. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Let's do that stealthily just to make sure he doesn't wake up and snap at you first. Stealth. That is an 18. Oh, yeah. All right. So, kind of tap at it. It it's kind of jolts a little bit mm. and starts to snarl and then just sort of flops down, legs sort of kicking up above it. Like it's like it wants a belly rub almost, but it's just out. <laughs> All right. Nice. And I'm going to kind of whisper, like, avoid this. <laughs> All right. And, uh, Let's see if I can start kind of trying to find the key. Now being a little more serious. Okay. About... Go ahead and uh, roll investigation. Uh, it'd be a twelve. Go ahead and do, uh, advantage because they're helping, or maybe it should be disadvantage because some of them. Are uh, Nineteen. You feel very confident that the key is not on, not here. You've just turned everything around in the office and underneath, you know, the counters and all this kind of stuff. And Linus goes, points up, you know, he points above him, like, mm-hmm. is it possible it's on that floor? It's about our only other option. So I'm going to motion that I'm gonna, I'll am i go up the steps. Okay. Roll, your, roll yourself again. Uh, that is a 20. Hey! All of the skill checks. All right. You creep into this little apartment. There, It's a pretty small room. You know, there's a table on one side, a bed on the other, and he is snoozing okay. on the bed. All right. I'm going to just kind of... Look around, trying to be Great. quiet as possible. You got your, you know, your dark, dark vision. You can, mm-hmm. you can see everything sort of black and white in the room. Investigate one more time. Be an eight. You know, it's pretty easy actually at this point because he's on his back. It's on, it's around his neck. Okay, he's got a chain around his neck. All right, let's see if I can kind of like lift it. Okay, I don't know. Is that a slight of hand? Slight of hand. Yeah. Hand. That's seven. <laughs> <laughs> There's our typical rolling. God damn it. Yeah, he, he starts to act like he's waking up kind of thing. I grab the, I palm the the vial with the last dose of the slumber oil. Okay. Just in case if he starts to wake up, I'm just going to slam it in his face. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. Like okay. he's, he's, it takes yeah. him a minute, he's kind of I'm coming to. just going to slam it in. And him you just... Put him and that yes, and that puts him out. That takes care of the yeah. of that stuff. I'm gonna leave it for that. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and yes, and he he passes out. All right, just Grab pull that. the chain, kind of thing. Yep. All right, so you come and back downstairs. You've got to come back hand. down. I hold the key up and I do a quick look to see if I can find some talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> there is talcum powder. All right, absolutely. Big bang of that. When you yeah. show the key, by the way, they all cheer. Like a bunch of morons. You know. yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, okay. They've been passing this flask around. Yeah. They're all half drunk now. So then we shuffle out. Crudely lock the door behind us as we leave. Okay. All right. You do notice as you walk out, when you look at the key, there's a sort of etched onto area. Engraved onto it is a number. 
and it says 1250 CP, 450 SP, 50 GP. Like it's some sort of, I don't know, but that's that's what's mark, marked on it. And by the way, that was not, you're sure this is the key. Like it's, mm. it's a kind of a distinct design. It didn't have that before. Like it actually is marked with this amount of money on it. Hmm. Not a coin. All right. Okay. So you step outside and Linus goes, all right, we on to the magistrate's place, dude, right? Yeah. We're playing it there. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. So it doesn't take long to get there. He doesn't live too far away from the marketplace. Yeah. He is the magistrate for the marketplace, if you remember. So it makes right. sense that he's relatively close by. It's within walking distance. You get to it's a it's basically a, an apartment. It's there's a, a stairway straight up to it, almost like a, mm-hmm. like a brownstone or something, right? Where you can just walk up to to that doorway, and they're like, "This is the place, man. This is where he lives." Um, Odo's like, I got "Yeah, this. I'll look at Odo." I'm like, I, I, got, I got, got this. this. You ready? Yeah. Click. <laughs> Opens it right up, and then he just I, stares I toss you down. The key. <laughs> Be like. Now go put it on his neck. On his neck? I, I thought we were just going to like put it under his pillow or something. Put it on him. Possession is nine-tenths of the law, man. You want to make this funny. Druza gives him a push. Like, come on, go do it. All right, all right. <laughs> he creeps in there. You totally hear floorboards creak Creeping on his way me. in. Just set it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? <laughs> he comes barreling out of the door. I did it! I did it! I did it! Yeah. All right. And we just all right. Gone. They go, they're running. They're just laughing their asses off. So. <laughs> when I get back to the uh, soldiers' cup, I give real off the talcum powder. And, oh my God. That might help clear some of that up for you, buddy. <laughs> we are not role playing the use of the talcum powder. <laughs> Does he have proficiency the on the application? <laughs> all right. Everybody gets their rest. Everybody gets their stuff back for their. For the rest. Thank God. When we all meet up, I start asking about how everybody's night went. Hong, how was your night? It was good. Good. Did you get some good sleep? Yeah. (laughs) Like a baby. Excellent. All right. Um, You look well powdered. Thank you. (laughs) Anybody need to do anything before you get to the cathedral? (laughs) I need to prepare my spells. Oh, yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. <clears throat> All right, so you pass the Unseen Servant, you pass the Treasury mm-hmm. Keepers, and now up again to the Cathedral. The Cathedral is kind of busy today. There's Mass is going to start. That is this the day that Mass usually meets? Yeah. Okay. And so lots of people are there, you know, dressed up, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Your, your family would probably be here. Probably. It's kind of a big crowd, so yeah. at this point you're not necessarily going to look. The deacon pulls you off to the side, or, you know, Brother uh, Dulux. As you as you approach, they, they pull you aside, and they kind of walk over to a spot. There was a place where you kind of did, like, Sunday school when you were a kid. Okay. Like this one of your earlier part of your education. Sure. And they walk you down these halls, and there there were a few rooms that you never really went into, and you just never gave it a lot of thought when you were a little child. Mm-hmm. He basically walks you down. When he gets down there, one of the the, the favor that paladin is with uh, the same guy, kind of waiting for him, and, and they walk down together. <clears throat> and you walk down a hallway that just winds down into the depths of the cathedral because it's kind of up on a mound ancient. or a ridge, yeah. like an ancient plateau. Yep. And so this is this ancient sort of catacomb or tunnel kind of thing that works its way down. Okay. 
And as you get down, you imagine you're probably past surface level at this point because you've walked for quite a while. There's torches along the way. Okay. And they're all lit magically, just a little. Mm. When you get down to a certain point, it opens up to a big open room. It actually doesn't look too much, too different from the from the, the room with the mouth, the mouth of knock in it, that big yeah. round room. And in that room, there were a bunch of n- niches. In this one, there's a bunch of doorways. And there... Does the construction seem similar? Kind of, yeah. Like, it maybe comes from the first men. You okay. know, it's, just, it's old. Okay. It's been there for a long time. Right. Um, at the bottom, there's two people waiting for you. They knew you were coming. They, they've, they're, sure. they're there to greet you. One of them is named Brother Custer. Um, he's kind of got this blonde, wavy hair and kind of seems like a... He just kind of has a, a smirk on his face all the time. Yeah, immediately you're not... You're like, he just rubs people a little bit the wrong way. Okay. What was his name again? Custer. Do you say that he's a deacon? Um, he is. He's a deacon, yep. Custer, we'll see. Curly blonde hair, yep. The other guy is standing there. He's got a blue robe on, and on his chest he has a silver badge, and it's a crossed sword and gnarled staff, which many of you would, would recognize right away as, as the symbol of the Inquisitors. Inquisitors don't have a certain color they wear. Mm. They, have a, they do silver badges that are crossed sword and gnarled staff. Dulux introduces you. This is Deacon Custer. He is effectively the warden here. And this is Inquisitor Clavinum. Everybody's now named DC. <laughs> well, Inquisitor. Oh, Clavinum, but is he right? not a deacon? He's not. He's a. He's oh, a, okay. Inquisitor means that he's a light bearer. Yes, he's I knew that. I thought maybe they were still deacons or still paladins, but just happened to be Inquisitors as gotcha. well. Okay. No, it's a separate order. Okay, completely different title. The thing about Clavinum is he's. You know, they introduce him and effectively, you know, that he's a wizard because he's a light bearer, he's an inquisitor. But he's just this huge guy, like just big and like bulky, you know, like a beef like muscular or yeah, just big bone. He's muscular. Like okay. He's just like buff. And he says, So we've been told that you've been, this is Clavidum. Okay. He says, So we've been told that you have, you've been sent to speak with Pulo. They told us we should speak to him. That is fine. I need to give you a couple of quick points. All right. Pulo is a knock-touched. You may or may not have heard of that. We it have heard. manifests itself in different ways. For Pulo, that means that he he's become something a little bit different, which you'll see. But he can't really die. The reason that we have to keep him in, this, in the Star Dungeons is that there's really nowhere else to put him. He just comes back. He's been killed many times, and he gets a little crazier every time. But he he can be reasoned with to a degree. He has knowledge that no one else in the realm has to our knowledge, so it's it's important that we that we tap into that every once in a while. We've been told by duelists here, and we've been in contact with the bishop that this is probably important. So we're going to allow you to go in and talk to him. It's We've learned over the years that it is important to send in different people because once you've killed Pulo, he remembers. My best suggestion is when you go in to be on your on guard because he could snap at any point. Are we not protected from him? Or do we go into his actual space? You're going into his space. <laughs> You said he could become he could be dealt with. What does he want? What does he prefer? What is 
What does he like that he would be able to deal with us? Well, he... To keep his attention. He likes astrology. And so if you approach him with that note that he can look into something for you, we've found that that's usually pretty pretty helpful stuff. And we can't speak to him without going into his cell? No. He's really not here. He's somewhere else. We've been told a bit about the myth of what this place is, but many people didn't believe this is real. You're effectively going to walk through a portal, and you'll go into to the place that he's housed. Okay. And it's heavily warded so that he can't leave. But he's not restrained while in there? Okay. Do we all have to go? <laughs> you I'll don't, go. but I would suggest that you all go. Right. Why did you want to go by yourself? I'm just trying to mitigate the danger. Are there sages taking notes that we can review once we uh, speak with them? No, you'll be on your own. How do we get out if it's warded? It's bizarre. It's not warded to you. Oh, it's specific to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you can walk right back out if you want. But then hmm. you won't get the information you need. I mean, if we stand at the door... <laughs> <laughs> And he makes any sort of aggressive... I mean, has he been known to attack people? Yes. He has to do the human chain and just have one person walk in and all hold hands. Yeah, and someone hold, like oh, tie, tie a rope and pull them back? I don't know. <laughs> that just seems like a really dangerous situation. <laughs> I thought we'd be able to speak with him like between the glass or a door or something. Like <laughs> Grab the little phone. And yeah, go to this danger realm. Enjoy yourself. Bye. Like, <laughs> all right. Where where are we going? What what plane of existence is he on? Can you tell us about the environment he exists in? It's he basically lives in a tower, and you'll be and you'll enter right into his tower. Is his tower trapped? Is it filled with things? Is there any dangers in the tower itself besides him? There shouldn't be. Yeah, it's outstanding. Not like that. That's <laughs> There's nothing comforting about what you just said. Anyway, where's the door? <laughs> I, I imagine all of us will have weapons at the ready, though we don't want to be too aggressive, so whatever you want I to do. I will uh, shoulder my greatsword in the poor arms fashion. Okay. So it's ready, but it's not like aggressively ready. Okay. Who would like to lead the questioning? Perhaps somebody that won't punch him in the face to start with. That would be preferable. Uh, it's, a, it's probably between the two members of the church because... You know, I don't know if he necessarily likes the church if they've been housing him in a place like this. That leaves... But no. Not. I just need, someone needs to be able to appeal to his collection of knowledge. He wants to... It sounds to me like he wants to seem to be an expert in the field. Mm-hmm. And as long as we keep him occupied with... Intellectual matters, it should be a fine. You're the most intellectual person I've met so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you, Hulk. Um, all right. Well, I'll try. If he seems to have some sort of adverse reaction to any of my vestments, we will make a move from there. Show him a book or something. Yeah. All right. Just if you're uncomfortable with this, I I'm comfortable try. With every, I'm comfortable with every part of this, but I will do it. Oh, fine. All right. Do we have a moment to, like, sort of prepare for this? Or? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> no, How long do we think okay. this conversation's going to go? And what spells do I want to burn on it? I, uh, I ask. Yep. I know what spells I'm going to use Deacon, uh, before it comes. Uh, Custard, if he's ever spoke to. None, because uh, I have none. Pudo. 
simple as that. <laughs> he says, "Oh yes, yes, we've we've met." Yeah, I'm the warden here. I've met. It sounds like the worst everyone in these doors possible place to go. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a really bad idea. If you were to define, <laughs> like, I'm not going in there. You can go talk. Do you have any good discussions or interesting discussions with them? Anything of use? There have been a few things that people have gotten from him in the past. I'm, that's usually not me. He doesn't like me. He likes Saradin women. Jesus. <laughs> Don't even joke about that. <laughs> Can I, want, uh, I would like to insight the Jack Custard. Custard, now I got a uh, 17. Yeah, you don't think that he's full of it. All right, any prep you need to do before we go in? Yeah, I'm trying to think. I am going to put, uh, I'm going to cast Protection from Evil on That's Zan. Nice. That's what the spell was And Relop. Is that a concentration spell? I'm going to do it right before we walk in. It is in. concentration. Okay. So you can um, do one. Yeah, do, one. do they have like well, any you can only do one then, huh? other backup like okay. methods of blocking it? Like they have they close the door behind us? Yeah. yeah, they'll have the door closed behind okay. us. Yeah. So... So Sam. I'll get back through. All right. Just come back Play when you favorites. can. So he's going to cast it on me as soon as we walk through the door then? Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Walk so we have ten minutes, essentially. Which Clavinum might go by like that. But Where did you find Pula? Uh, he's been there longer than any of us. Oh. Hmm. Nobody knows where he came from? He's he's just always been there. Hmm. Creepy. It's a little unsettling. From, yeah. be- from before the fall of the first empire, it's all it's all been lost to time. Wow. All right. Oh, I'm sure he's mentally stable. Yeah, this is going to be fantastic. <laughs> all right. I mean, what could go wrong? Let's make our way. <laughs> let's make our way into the tower. Leave a guy existence. in the tower for so a couple they, hundred years. They walk you up to a door. The door actually is engraved Pulo, right? Mm-hmm. In, in lingual letters, it all it has his name engraved on it. So P O O L O. P U L O. P U L O. Okay. All right, so you open the door, yeah. and as you step into the sort of hallway beyond the door, there's this sort of shimmering vortex, sort of purpley swirl of magical energy. Mm-hmm. And he says, that's your door. And they shut the door behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so wonderfully courteous here, aren't they? At least they didn't kick us through it, I guess. <laughs> are, are we all ready? No. No, but... Me neither, and she steps in. <laughs> you step through the portal, and it, you look back, and you're almost wondering if you step through the portal, because it really looks the same. You know, it's still just stone hallway, but there is another door in front of you. This one's made of stone, and you can see light sort of coming out through the edges of it. It's kind of cold. It, it definitely it got a little bit colder as you step through, and... There you are, standing at this doorway. Now we've got a spell going that, that will be gone in ten minutes, so keep that in mind. Before we do walk in, I do want to say, hey, so we got to keep this guy's interest. Let's talk to him about the eclipse and see if we can get him to talk about night's day when the next eclipse is going to happen. Of course. Let's shoot for that first and then go from there. I don't really need anything beyond that. The sooner we can get out of here, the better, I would think. And the only reason why we talk oh. about anything else is if he brings it up. We have to keep his attention while he's working for us, perhaps. He has been in this tower for thousands of years. The little I know of planar travel, time can become an interesting construct. I don't know that he will have that information. Well, don't have to give it to him. That's true. Okay. Keep pushing. Somehow, can someone mark where we are so we know how to get back here? (laughs) 
Who's opening the door? I have to concentrate, so I probably am. Yeah. yeah even though I kind of want to be like the first guy in. I'm pretty sure Hogs. I like the idea of Hulk. I asked Merck okay, if he would do it. Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to check it for traps, it's fine, but I can step through first. Yeah, I'll go kind of look around it and check the door. 18 plus 2, so 20. Doesn't seem to be trapped. No traps. I need the handle. Is it locked? It is not locked. I open the door. Okay. Merck's doing it. So you step into a circular room. He said it was a, a tower. A tower. And it, it, it makes sense from where you step in. Right. It's like you're stepping into a tower that has, for whatever reason, this sort of tunnel that leads into it. There is kind of a, a big workspace where there's shelves with books and knickknacks and all kinds of strange things on them. There's a big sort of a brass spyglass on a, on a tripod. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than you've ever seen before. Like I said, books, there's some scrolls sort of stashed here and there in, in, the, in the shelves. On the center table, there's actually a, a big jar. And in the jar, there's a, a head floating. And as you enter, it sort of starts bubbling. like It starts yelling within the fluid that it's floating in. And it, all these bubbles, and it's sort of bloody. <laughs> and it just sort of starts like, it's like yelling, but you can't really hear much, right, because of the water. Okay. You also notice, as that happens, this little clawed hand goes crawling along and c- kind of goes up on, onto one of the shelves and sort of gets out of the way. Sort of, it's sort of standing up almost like it's looking down on you, even though it's just a hand, this detached hand that's floating down. Above mm-hmm. you, the stone walls sort of slowly turn into a starred sky, and they just sort of, like, it's, you're seeing this dome of, of, of the night sky instead of the ceiling of the tunnel. How Possibly. big is the room? How tall is the ceiling? It's pretty small. I mean, you're looking at like a probably 20 feet from one side to the next. Okay. We're, we're not talking about a big space. Are there any? So as you step in, you see Pulo. He pops his head up from behind this table because he's responding to the noise from that head in the jar. Okay. And he says, "Medicus, what have we found?" He's this hunched over humanoid figure. He has very definite claws. His hands are all sort of clawed up, big sharp, sharp claws, and he's kind of got some sort of sharp teeth. His eyes are sort of sunken. He looks a little bit like undead. He's grayed out. He says, Medicus, what did, what did we find? And he sort of steps out, and he starts crawling, sort of hunkering your way. How, how big is he? What does he's he? Humanoid, like he's he's kind of hunched over, but he's the size of a human. Human, okay. Not horribly big, sort of, sort of skinny. Um, his clothes are—it's almost like a big toga that he's wearing. Does Just he have hair? Moth-eaten and threadbare. He does have hair? Yeah, it's 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 sort of stuck to his head all around, it's kind of a blackish color. So it's kind of a grima worm tongue kind of appearance. Maybe, yeah, but I mean, he look—it's it's very zombieish. You know, he okay. just has this sort of undead, disgusting look to him. His nose is kind of a blackened color, like it hasn't does seen it, any does it smell? circulation. Does it smell in here? It does. The smell is actually more of the books. You sort of uh, when you go into an old mm. bookstore, like mm. it is just the musty. You know, yeah, exactly. Musty pages and that sort of thing. Oh, and, and before I forget, there is another door okay. on the opposite side. Okay. Hmm. So I wonder if there's any right. like exits from this room or staircases going up or down. This so way. he says, "Yeah, Pulo has visitors," and he's just looking at it around the group. Uh, so Mark, let me know when ten minutes is up, just for her protection. That shell will drop. 
And you'll feel when it does, probably. So, sure. so she, all of this stuff is absolutely horrifying for Sam. <laughs> so it's like, you know, somebody sure. going through a haunted house with this worried look to on their face. To make matters worse, you hear something through that other door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As he's, like, checking you all out. Sure. And it's like a... And then you hear, like, pounding and, like, smashing sounds. <laughs> So she'll react to that, and then... Uh, and Pulo doesn't even notice it. Yeah. You also notice, as if anybody's like looking beyond Pulo, there is a little sphere sitting on the desk with an eyeball in it, and the yeah. eyeball keeps following you, too. Yeah. <laughs> as you move around. Great. Okay. Yeah. What? So, so yeah. she's going to try to wipe the horrified look off her face, clear her throat, Sleep and make her so way forward. Uh, did you do have visitors, Mr. Pulo? We come here for... Yes, Pulo. Yes. We come here for answers to astrological questions. We heard you are expert in this field. I am. They call me Pulo the Astrologer. They do. Yes. Still. I see stars. He looks up into the sky. I need to know about our star. Our star? We need to know about our sun. What about our sun? (laughs) Medicus. Medicus, they want to know about the sun. He turns to to the head in the jar. Oh, it's the he's, head? He's I wasn't sure if he's talking to the head or the hand. <laughs> Do you say anything like that? Or no, I, no. she was just looking towards mm. She was looking towards the hand. She was looking towards the head to see who he was talking no, to. No, no, he's talking to the jar. Okay. Yes. Medicus. Yeah. Wonderful to make your acquaintance, Mr. Medicus. Anyway, we need to know when our son... Goes, yeah. <laughs> She's being polite. <laughs> She's mannered. Um, no, she wants to know... Uh, yeah, I need to know when, when will our son be dark... When will the moon cross in front of the sun? In oh, an eclipse. eclipse! Yes, an eclipse. eclipse. Full eclipse. When is the next full eclipse? Oh. Hmm. I could find that. Yeah. He grabs a book off yeah. the shelf, starts flipping through this book. I think I could do that. I could do that. He starts messing with a spherical, sure. m- you know, metal thing, and he starts yeah. flipping it around. It really doesn't make any sense to you guys. No. You wouldn't have seen something like that. They're not right. going to play around with, you know, solar systems and yeah. crap, right? And he's playing around with this this thing, and he sets it down. And as he sets, as he goes to set it down, he starts flipping through the book. You hear that noise again <laughs> through the side door, <laughs> slamming, slamming, and he's uh, like, "Pulo can't think." Is there something in there you need to deal with, Master Pulo? It's Mortis. Okay. Who is Mortis? Mortis is bothering me. I would like to do some astrology. Who is Mortis? Hmm. (laughs) Mortis came in from outside. Mortis found his way in. Okay. And I killed Mortis. But when I kill things, they don't die like Pulo. Okay. Medicus, you're right. If you killed Mortis, <laughs> if you killed Mortis, Mortis would be dead. He wouldn't come back. I thought you said. Right? I thought you said Mortis couldn't die. He can't die if I killed him. Okay. Like if I killed you. And he puts his arm, his hand, way too close to Merc. Okay. For comfort, <laughs> weirds Merc out, right? So if I killed you, you come back. But if you kill him, pointing at Merc, mm-hmm. then he'd just die, right? Does that happen when you kill people? Yep. When we kill people, they die, yes. Mm. Life needs things to live. But um, 
if we open this door, will it He's not... He's looking really closely at you. Yeah. Will it not come into this room and disturb your mm, things? No, downstairs. It sounds right next to the door. I don't want to disturb your workshop. You have very important things here. He can't get in. He's too stupid. He can't come up the stairs. What is Mortis? He says a word. Who knows lingual? I think he does, too. So if you know lingual, he says ogre. Oh. Okay. Um. Alright. We can go. If we go kill Mortis, you will work on this eclipse in the meantime? Mm hmm. Alright. He's spinning this thing and he's yeah. doing all this crap and messing yeah. the thing. I don't know if we have a choice here. Yeah, we would love to help you with your problem. <laughs> all right, that makes me happy. We want to make you happy, man. I Pula. do like. I exactly like you. Want me. <clears throat> all right, Mortis needs to die, and I will probably kill you because then you would be alive still. Too. Yes, that would be very, very annoying. That's to you. really annoying. Yes, best not to kill any of us. Mm. All right, um, we will be back shortly. Mm. <laughs> and then I will look at the the stars. Yes, sure. By by your leisure. Yeah. All right. Let's make our way downstairs. <laughs> is this door locked? It is, but from this side. Okay. Got, there's actually a key sitting in it. So yeah. Key. Okay. So we turn that key and unlock it. Take the key with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to go like ah, they're down there. Annoying. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's thanks to them. Yep. Click and we're done. And no more looking at the clues. New characters. And Mortis is fed yet again. There's a door made of wood. Uh, this one is, yes. The other one was stone. This one's wood. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't think uh, many wood doors are sustained in America, so we, we can get back through. Okay. Us. Okay. But I'm taking the key anyway. No, it's probably um, the best. Yes. So we will make our way down there and see what okay. we find. So you basically walk out, and there's a kind of a platform there, and there are stairs working down. And you can see at the bottom, like you step out and you see it straight down. There is an ogre zombie, oh, right? Just like you know, and it's it's been it's got big scratches in its front, you know, where its guts are sort of partially hanging out already. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like lo- looks up as you step out and kind of roars, you know, as it sees you up there. But it can't do much about it, right? There's the stairs. Now the stairs are pretty damaged at the bottom, but you know, you could basically hop down if you needed to. It's just that he's uh, not apparently smart okay. enough to, to get himself up these stairs because... Okay. Let me take the lead. Everyone stay close behind me. So, um, is it dark down here? It is, yes. Okay, so light sword, lighting your sword, um, I assume? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. I'm going to let uh, everyone leave the room and... Don't let... Not yet. A couple of steps ahead of me, and then uh, I'm just going to uh, pull out a little leather strap, cast mage armor on myself. Okay. Okay. I tell uh, Zan that we need to turn our swords off before we go back upstairs. I don't want to have Pulo see us with no, our that's fine. lit up swords. That's good. Good idea. Okay. All right. Noted. So I'm assuming we're like right near the doorway. He's in it. He's trying to reach for us maybe through. So I want to be just outside of his arm range. Because i got to do two things in kind of rapid succession before we start combat. Okay. So I, mean, I just need to know when we do it. You, yeah, I mean, you basically <clears throat> time it out because he's not getting to you. Yes. You're going to go to him yep. effectively. So... Okay, so first thing I'm going to do kickoff is going to be bless. So we will give three creatures. So Hulk, Merc, uh, Luke, usual stuff, plus 1d4 for you guys' attacks. Um, so she'll do a quick little prayer, do the glowing energy out for you guys for attacking. 
And then to kick off combat, and before we go charging through the door, I will be channeling divinity to turn undead. So it needs to make a wisdom saving throw of 13. Mark, is my protection from evil? It, it made the saving throw. Oh, you my protection gosh. from evil dropped. Wait, let, let me make sure I'll, I'll look at his wisdom real quick. Yes, he did. He made it. Uh, What's that? Is my protection of wisdom dropped by now? In 10 minutes? You know, I would say by the time yeah. you all get That's fine. trapped. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, uh,. I kind of want to do something a little dumb here, but I'm going to check it out first. Like, when we first come in, how high are the stairs, the first landing to the floor? I mean, it's one story above, right? So, so approximately 10 feet, 10, probably, 15 feet. Yeah. yeah, okay. Jump down, break your legs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you ever play Dark Souls, I was thinking about trying to pull a Dark Souls maneuver on them. Okay. Uh, okay. But, so she will, she will do the blessing, then she'll hold the sword out, and she'll be like, you know, Lucian's light, turn you, and like push, try to push him back, sure. and he doesn't seem it to be just, affected ah, by it, just washes ah, off yeah. him. She's like, okay, thought that would work. You almost wonder, <laughs> almost so wonder if he's too stupid. Yeah, like, so like, she's going to like step back. aside, she's like, okay, after you, I guess. <laughs> it is, like, we come in, there's a landing in, and like a, like a circular staircase down, and then the last, like, five feet or so is knocked out. Am I understanding yeah. that right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so, we, so I, I'll, I'll go first. I'll take the lead then if I'm not doing that protection yep. concentration. So. Um, we'll roll this. Okay. Yep. Yes. I got nine. I have a feeling as, as I'm talking, they're like, oh, I'll take the lead. Everybody's going to just be getting past me. <laughs> I won't be. Holt got five. Zan got five. Mm-hmm. Three? Relop got three. <laughs> I got nine. Look, you're still going ahead of us. I know. How about that? Three. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone under 10. Luckily, we can start this combat whenever we want. That's funny. The zombie's going to be slower you know, than us. You, you know what the funniest part is? Or yeah. faster than us? He rolled two. <laughs> nice! He is just under Yes! Burn. We are ready to rock and roll today. All right. Lucan, works All out right. well. You said you'd go first. And yep, and I say, may the light strike you down. That is again. I got 21. Hey, nice. 21 will hit. Hey. Bam. Nine points of damage. Great. All right, so you hop down and just slice your light sword into the front of him. This Would- black ichor sort of flies out at you as you do so, and it looks pissed as hell. It doesn't seem to care so much that you sliced it. It's just mad that you are existing. Like gotcha. It's so mad that you're yep. even there. Don't forget to smite. Hulk's turn. So I drop oh. down. I can drop I down. I and use my bonus action to dash so that can I try to like get around so I basically have 60 feet of movement so would I be able to drop down and try to like edge around to be able to flank with Lucan I think it I don't think you're gonna flank him now but you okay. can put yourself down and then the next turn step in and okay. do it that way all right so I'll just uh, drop down and engage him and since I can't get around and flank him I'll just take a regular swing at him then. okay but just don't get your sneak attack yeah, yeah. Aid. Woo. Uh, AC 25. Yep. AC is not the issue with an ogre. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can hit them pretty easy. Uh, 10 damage. Okay. Alright, so you come in and just yeah. slide this sword, short sword straight into him. It's really disgusting because it's not even living meat, right? It's just like this like horrible gray crap and then just this black sludge comes out after you pull the sword out. Zan. Wow, me already. I think uh, dexterity saving throw would be in order. <laughs> okay. For a uh, dexterity saving throw for 13. Okay. 
uses your cantrip. Fire, this is my fire. Uh, yeah, it's just the sacred flame. Sacred okay. Flame. So this white light comes flying from her. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. <clears throat> Radiant. And then with that one, it yells out like, and it just yeah. echoes through this little space. You know, just shake. You literally feel like like the room is shaking. It's not, but it's just that loud. That's Merc. If I uh, jump off the stair banister instead of like walking down to the bottom of it, is there a way for me to like maybe try to get into some sort of like position, or would I have to, or am I stuck with the same problem as? I think it's the same idea. Yeah, we'll have to we'll, like it'll kind of take a turn to get somebody behind him because he's huge. It's not a big space. Sure. Uh, I want to engage him, and then I want to start headed the opposite direction of uh, Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Roll the fancy dice this time. Uh, 24. Totally hits. You guys are, like, wasting some good attack rolls on this. I, so yeah, I gave him the insane. D4 bonus, which probably was dumb for a giant ogre mage, but that's fine. 11 damage. 11 damage. Mark does that like a truck. All right, so Big Sword comes in again. It's just <laughs> disgustingness flying all over as this black icker sort of shoots from him. And he roars again. Reel up. All right, uh, I'm going to sling him. Um, 15. That hits. All right. Uh, four. Okay. Are you just staying on the platform? Yeah, I mean, I'll kind of edge my way down. I'm not, like, trying to engage him. I'm just kind of slowly moving down sure. towards him. Right. So, Rock uh, smacks at it, and sort of for the rest of us, it looks like it hits, like, this sort of dead manatee skin or something. And just sort of bounces off of it. <laughs> May have heard it. You never know. It's hard to tell. We're back to Lucan. It's not going? Oh, it's, it's everyone. Hey, well, thank you. <laughs> Shut up, man. Waffle <laughs> <laughs> good. Hits you in the face. Yeah. For so, 37 damage, I'm down. Okay. <laughs> You're up on, are you up on? I was away from it. Everybody heard it, right? Yeah. Yes, but I was away from melee from it. Yeah, these two are up above. We were back more on the so stairs. These three were in melee with it. Right. So roll that D3. Hulk, it turns at you and oh, hey guy. Can I give him protect? Can I help defend him, or is he more than five feet away from me? No, you're, you're he's close enough. Yeah. Disadvantage. So he's got disadvantage. I will protect right. you. Yep. So that's, that's weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> Never had that before. So it's got this giant morning star, and it's just oh, who gave it that? Just like a toy. Just like you're making too much noise. You have a morning star. <laughs> Kill rats while you're and down there. It's, it's gonna, so you try to get out of the way, it's going to catch you. Even a disadvantage? Mm-hmm. Oh. I guess that's true. It's a shame. Okay. You're such a nice orc. That's my um, orc. You're racist. Catches you for you racist. So basically, you're just moving. He doesn't hit you directly, but the side of that thing comes through and just kind of rips up rips up your side. <laughs> and then it hits the ground and just shakes yeah, the place yeah. again. Man, everything cool okay. happens at three. Sorry, Luke, come. I will take another swing. 22. Mm. 22 uh, hits? Hit him for eight damage. Yeah, right, it is. It, I mean, it's standing there. It's like a bloody mess. It's just so hard to figure out what's mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> another, another sword comes through. I mean, this one's so... Like, if this was an actual ogre, you feel like that would have been the end of it right there, right? Just sure. It goes right through his lower torso and hold. All right, I'll uh, roll to the side now. To okay, step flank. in and get flanking. Flippy flank. Jeez. <laughs> it's hard, it 18 is. to 19. I don't think the D4 did four is going to help you more. Yeah. That was plenty. Oh, 11 damage. All right, again, comes back. This time he comes and just sticks him in the back, pulls it back out. The thing is just still moving. Zan. Dexterity save. 
13? No. Five. Light comes out of Xan. Yep. It's this thing. It really seems to hate the light, right? When yeah. It hits, when the it light seems like hits this it, is effective. It's, it's, that's the thing that pisses it off. <clears throat> yep. And I'm just staying just outside of its reach. That goes to Merc. I'll uh, swing with all my tracks. Wow, I'll get to re-roll those. Because they're both ones. Yeah. <laughs> True. Uh, I rolled two. Two two twos. <laughs> Total upgrade. Yeah, but I mean now it's seven damage. That's two. five. Is that a five? It's so seven. seven. How about two more? All right. That's you're like great. wondering how the hell this is standing. You know, again, big sword comes through. This thing is just a bloody mess. And relap. Oh, uh, go ahead and uh, sling him again. <sighs> what did you even mark that down for? Uh, Ammo. 16? Uh, 16 hit, yeah. Huh? Well. Man, you're just max damaging every single one of these slings. <laughs> you're critting all of your... All right. That's the because he's a really good bard. He's apparently a really good bard. This, this one actually seems to, like, hits him in the neck and just the rock just sort of... Because the it's not real flashy, you know, right. like, it's old and gross and rotting. Yeah. And just, like, shoots through it. Oh. Like, exit wound. <laughs> Onto Hulk. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, it's <laughs> And it's going to... Sh- Let's see. It's going to swing again at Hold. Now Hold's like probably Hulk. more than five feet away now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Back and it's then it turns him. around, mm-hmm. like, and it just swings its mace or its uh, Morningstar in your direction. It hits. I'm a rogue and a tank. Oh, are you now? <laughs> and it gets you for 14 points of damage. I am down. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do. Just clips, <laughs> clips the rogue. Just whips around. You didn't even see it coming because it was facing the other direction. Just. Whoop. And knocks him down. And that goes to Lucan. Alright. Lucan gets all mad. I'm yeah. going to do my Divine Smite. May the light strike you down! 19 to hit. Yep. 20 damage. Ra- radiant. 20, 20 radiant damage. Yeah. Right? Yep. You know, the beauty is, if it wasn't radiant damage, he would have a roll to, to live. Yeah. But it's oh. radiant damage. So, you basically call on the powers of, of Lucian and just... The light from your sword just brightens and almost blinds everybody. Yeah. It just <laughs> and just takes its head off. Yes. You couldn't have done that sooner. <laughs> it spins around and it just plops down on the ground. It's facing Holg, so that so that when he wakes up, there it will be. I instantly put my hand on Holg and heal him for five. Uh, okay, so I see this. Big ogre head laying down by my face. Good. Uh, <laughs> just like, no, I'm right in your face too, and I say, "Are you okay? You're okay, <laughs> even worse." <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, scuttle back twice uh, fast now. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is he, uh, is he the only one hurt? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah he you know what? Uh, heal five, five more. I'm okay. gonna, do ten total. Then. All right. Going back upstairs. Well, let's see what else is in that room. Maybe there's other things in there. Basically, this is just a beaten up, you know, entryway. The doorway is actually. But messed up, and so if you look out the doorway, mm-hmm. it's like a big forest that you're standing in. Like you can totally see outside. Ooh. It's kind of dark outside, like the yeah. the stars, and it just doesn't look right. It looks a little different than you've ever seen before. Okay. Let's not go out there. It does, it does <laughs> yeah. actually look more familiar to Relop than it does to anybody else. Hmm. Okay. Unless Do he I says something. It at all, or? Uh, do you have a nature <clears throat> nature or what? What are your knowledge um, skills? There's survival. Yeah, I got. Oh, uh, nature is a knowledge. Yeah, I got skill. survival. I don't have nature, but yeah, yeah. survival. Okay. It's just it, it does look a little familiar. Like, right. I mean, it's it's at the very least, it's deep woods. Okay. okay. Uh, All right, back upstairs. Like I could survive out there, but 
Let him know we dealt with his mortis problem. So we'll make our way back up. I think okay. the silence will let him know, but all right. Yeah. As you go back up, you see the, the little claw. Yeah. And as you're walking up the stairs, it like, yeah. you know, it was sort of like looking over at you or something. And it, um, well, he knows we're away. coming at least. Um, she'll kind of trudge her way back up the staircase and okay. go into that room. All right. So as you step in, there's Pulos. Very good. Very good. <laughs> So what do we need? We need to know when the eclipse, the next eclipse, eclipse of our sun is. Hopefully, this silence will help you with your studies. Yes, it will. All right. It really will. Okay. <laughs> he gets out a quill and he gets out this book and he starts flipping through. You're just sort of waiting for him yeah. to go through things. He's flipping through his little, I, uh, his little skinny globy thing. I was just gonna say while I'm waiting, I just start. Wiping the, soap, the black air off the sword because okay. <laughs> I can't afford to have this thing start resting. She's gonna watch from a careful distance what he's doing, trying to make some sort of sense out of what he's doing. Halfway through, he says, "Shut up, Medicus!" Then he goes back to a glance to the head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna walk around and look at the yeah. <laughs> okay. So you're gonna kind of check out the stuff in the room, kind of thing. So like I said, oddities, you have this weird little eyeball that's like watching you the whole time in this little sphere. Roll investigation, we'll see, see what kind of stuff you find. 21. Ooh. So there's a couple weird things, like you see a sock puppet, <laughs> and sure. like part of the puppet, like there's actually, uh-huh. <laughs> there's actually an, a real eyeball, like sort of sewn to it. <laughs> it's like decaying, but it's like undead. You know? Does it see me? Uh, it does not move. It's just like, like this saggy, disgusting eyeball. <laughs> it's this kind of smelly pillow with like a drawing on it of like a sort of a vaguely female face. I will quickly walk past that. <laughs> oh. um, did you do see a carved, there's a little carved bone statue of a winged female figure. She's got kind of wild hair and like a, she's holding a wand up. There's a book with an orange sun on the cover. There's a bronze bronze badge that has lingual numbers on it. But there are a few scrolls. <laughs> Bards don't like those, though, so don't worry about it. I'm an arcane caster. Mom's an arcane caster. Uh, I'll just kind of... There's three within reach. There's some tons that are all right. over the place. Is the eyeball looking at me? It's always looking. If everybody's separating, then the chances are good that it's not, right? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could you watch it moving around and stuff. You could, like, wait for the eyeball to be away. But actually, I'm going to look over at Holger uh, and just be like... <laughs> going to roll sleight of hand and grab those scrolls for him? Oh, my God. Oh, you fools. <laughs> Does Lucan notice this? <laughs> I'm going to make his stealth check so like try to roll a notice. Walk over by Relop. Yeah, I'll try to sneak one. Okay. Does, does Lucan... I mean, theoretically, you could grab all... The, there's three bundled together. You could yeah. like, grab just kinda, like, I'll just leave, I'll just leave one, the bag. I call it one quick motion if you want. I'll leave the bag of inventory open next to my just side. Just like, toss yeah. it in the bag. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, we'll okay. try it. All right. Does Lucan see Actually, this? Actually, roll with advantage because he's very, he's very, you know, worked into this Mark and... Can I roll for Lucan to see if he notices them? Sure. Uh, that would be nope. a 21. 21. Did you roll 21? Roll the natural Lucan? one. Okay, <laughs> Lucan, you are Fascinating. kind of in love with this pillow. That's where I'm like, hey, Lucan, your shoe's untied. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the one. I don't see any laces. Oh, we got props? 
All right, they pull three scrolls. That toss them in the hilarious. Toss them in the uh, bag, and he can look at them now. Just not got handed three scrolls. I, I just made them like weird designs. Oh. you know, we'll figure out what they are afterwards. All right, I continue just walking along. Okay, how long is he working on this? Um, I mean, it's probably it's been about fifteen minutes. Okay, so. <clears throat> I think this is the beginning says, of a beautiful partnership. <laughs> guys are terrible. I know. <laughs> Nothing like stealing from a mad wizard and a tower that can kill you. You see him go over and grab another book, mm-hmm. and he flips it through, and he kind of holds it up and like looks at it like this so you can sort of see. And it's a translator between common and lingual. Okay. And he's trying to like flip through, and he says, Medesta 6. Medesta 6. Medesta 6. And he just keeps repeating, yeah. Medace to six, Medace to six. Is that like a month of the year that yes. we know? So this is the 23rd of Seminem, which is effectively June. We're talking about next month on the 6th is when it is. Ooh. That's very soon. Yeah. Well, they did say it was soon. What's today's date? Seminem? 23rd. 23rd. Thinking of travel times, including the water travel, how fast can we get to Lucidum? You could beat that with the with the water travel. By how much? Maybe a few days. Three, okay. four days. If you left day after tomorrow. Right. If you went if you went by land the whole time, you might not make it, but you might actually meet it exactly. You know, exactly. Like it's, it's about that time to okay. get there right now. Yeah, we have our answer. So Pulo Yes. He, you know, is all excited to yeah. hand it to you and he gives and yeah. he, he gives you the date and that kind of thing. Yeah. And he says that and we got rid of of Mortis, that's great. I love that we got rid of Mortis. And he like looks back and he's like, "Where are my scrolls?" <laughs> well, time to go. Time to go. Roll initiative. <laughs> oh, you son of bitches! Whoops. <laughs> hey, look at that! Bam. Nat burning, twenty. Nice. Burning a bunch of spells to fight a undead flipping wizard. Nat <laughs> twenty on initiative means they get attacked five times. If you right? kill them, they yes. just come back. Yeah. So, I got a twenty-two. I got a seventeen. 12. You guys rolled terrible. Oh, come on. Alright, Zan, what'd you get? Nine? Nine? I am confident. Oh, we're I no longer blessed because that lasts a minute. And Relop? Five. How close are we to the exit? We're really close, aren't we? Uh, we gotta get through his entire room and out that door and into that little hallway. And then well, we've been congregating while he's been <clears throat> researching, so I don't think we're like all at the back door. You know, where the... Run! You bastards. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Actually, I don't know what you're talking this about This guy either. was unstable to begin with. Clearly, true. he imagines... Uh, yeah, we can see him stealing. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know the one, so... Yeah, he's... Uh, I'm like, why, is he th- why does he think why we're lying? Why does he think we're thieves? He's insane. He manufactures yeah. his reality around him. Yeah. He I just mean, trusts the guy in the head on, in a jar. Yeah, she was already on edge of the idea of he was going to be unstable <laughs> and flip out, so she would have been ready for some for him just to come up with some reason to attack us. Mad wizards are Damn the worst. It. He goes, especially <laughs> <laughs> when you're in their own dimension. I <laughs> so angry and pissed off that, that uh, something was out of place, and uh, here he comes on the attack. However, Lucan. You're faster than Pulo. Okay, I yell, everybody get the hell out of here. <laughs> Run! And I'm going to go into a defensive stance. You're not moving anywhere? And slowly walking backwards. 
So just move 30 I'm trying feet to away protect everybody while everybody runs. Yes. We're going to see how that works. So he's so every kind of get going to the door, standing at the side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hulk? Uh, I will chuck one of my daggers at Polo, and then I will move 30, and then I can cunning action to dash, so I can move a total of 60 feet back. Yep. Okay. We've seen him move that fast. Chuck the dragon. And remember, the whole place first. is like 20 feet. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's long. He is yeah. out the door. AC 20. What? Right. You hit him. For six damage. What? Right. And then I'm gone. <laughs> yeah. So does the does the 60 get him out of the room, down the hallway, and out the portal? I guess so, right? Like, cause, yeah. Yeah, because he can throw and run, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So comes he goes. <laughs> Peace out. This dagger. I'm gonna so get the dagger, right? So yeah. the dagger goes flying. That's fine. I can buy another one of those. <laughs> um, sticks him in. Sticks him in the upper chest, kind of thing, and he screams out as he's flying in with his claws. Merkstern. Is he actually hovering, like flying? Mm. No. Okay. No. Not yet. <laughs> I. Uh, his activation is next. I, I, I take up position next to Mulcair because I'm, you know, need to get the paladin out too, and then I do a defensive stance. Okay. Well. So you're kind of walking back with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty sure I was closest thing to him. <laughs> I'm sure, actually because I was talking us, to him. You and Merc were probably right by each other yeah, while maybe. the other two were stealing yeah, stuff. Maybe. I mean, looking around. What? <laughs> stealing things. I mean, looking at things. All right. I mean, stealing. <laughs> Saying he meets your gaze. Yeah. Roll, willpower save. Wisdom save? Yeah. Or wisdom, yeah, sorry. Okay. Is he charming me? No, he ha- he's gonna, he basically is going to attack you with his sight. Okay. Cool. Uh, ten. Okay. You take five necrotic. Ouch. He basically stares you down and just, you start hurting from the inside. Something, some weird pain that you've never felt before. Ah, she screams. It hurts me in the is inside. It's, it's bleeding internally. Um, how far away is he from me? He's within melee. If, if he he's wanted. in melee with me. Well, he could be. Like he's within. Uh, no. step. I mean, I'm kind oh. of. I'm kind of in so between like, you and him. You know, maybe ten feet. Okay. So she's going to kind of charge up some energy in her hand and then just like baseball chuck it back at him. Um, so I need to make an attack. Is this a cantrip? No. <laughs> no, this is not. I'm assuming a nine doesn't hit him AC wise. It does not. Cool. What was? Oh, no, it just whizzes past him. Uh, the guiding bolt. Okay. So this throws this Are you walking spell. back to get Yes, out and then I'm backing though. up towards right. them. I don't know if I can get behind them or not. I, I don't know if I was closer to him than they were. I positioned what my distance I would have positioned be. it to where you'd be behind me. Okay, so I'll try to get behind the two of them. Yeah, you could step into the door yeah. over there. Sure. Relax. I'm going to run for my life. D20. Okay. <laughs> ah! Screaming. Ah! I don't know anything about a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> As you're about to run, you do notice something. There's a weird little damn it, Mark. cylinder thing. On of course, the there is. Yippee! I'm going to this and I'm running. It's basically like a little stone cylinder. It looks like it is almost like a like barrel of a gun, but it doesn't have the rest. All of right, the I got to roll to see if I noticed him. Nope, <laughs> didn't notice. I'm still not. You're too busy focusing on the undead yeah, yeah. attack. Yeah, it's fitting that I didn't notice him. <laughs> as, soon as, as soon as I get out and see. Uh, can I get out of the area, or if you're just full on run, like you grab right. that and run? Yeah, yes, you can do that. All right. As soon as I see him, I'm, is it just us on the outside of the? Yes, portal? it's just the two of you. Hide this. Hide this. You're the one with the bag. 
<laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Pretend you didn't see that. I do have a question about the bag of inventory. Is it on the outside or the inside? Where it has exactly. It? It's on the inside the of the flap, of, right? It's on the, out, yeah. on the outside, yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it's theoretically anywhere. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, well then, never like, mind. It, it writes it where it wants to. Okay. Hmm. Where it wants to. So that's a DM discretion. Keep that in mind. <laughs> Lucan is going to yell back to Merc and kind of to yeah. Zan, you know, like, get out, get out, get out. He doesn't want to leave yet, so he's going to make sure other people get out first. So he'll take a swing at the wizard. Is he up on us yet? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, like he's line. Okay. Yep. I got a 15 to hit. Yep, that hits. 10 damage. <clears throat> and I'm trying to back up, I guess, while I'm doing that, but... Well, you, I mean, you could hit him mm-hmm. and then step Ooh. out yep. if you wanted to. That's going to leave your sister... And I'll working. I'll go right in front of the thing. Or I want to be I'm going to be right in front of Zan. I won't. I'm going to make sure she gets out. Okay. Before so I go, I'm going to make sure actually, Merc gets out before he, I go. Actually, too. sort of stepping forward, taking the okay. swing, okay. and then you're still there. Because right now we have so basically at this point, Relop has left and Hulk has left. Yeah. So that's where we are. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So Merc. Uh, someone's got to watch after the paladin. <laughs> I uh, I step forward. I'm fighting this guy. He cleared a guy. <laughs> trying to cover a piece out of him. Uh, you, there you go first. 16? 16 hits, yep. Okay. 10. So he's basically being swung out by the pallet and he's clawing out of it, and you you come in and just catch him underneath one of the arms. Almost severs his arm, just like, Whew. just hanging there at this point. Um, I how much how much further do I need to go to get the door? The, the second could, move would get me out completely. No, at this point, out. like do I have to double move to get out? Normal move will step you out. Will step me out. Yep. Okay. Dexterity saving throw. What are you throwing at him? Sacred flame. Sacred flame. Thirteen um, failed. Three. Radiant. Okay. You're radiant. Out the door. Come on. Out. All right. Zan's out. And back to Luke. He yells, "Go, Mark! Go!" And then he takes a swing. God damn it, man. You could disengage as an action and move. 19 to hit, and it would be 10 damage. Alright, he looks very hurt. He's like, I mean, just blood everywhere. Okay. What do you do, Merc? <laughs> no, you hang up. No, no you, you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. The, battle, the okay. battle was prefaced with this guy won't die, and you're just like, let's take turns killing him. Okay. <laughs> I'm not taking no, turns I'm killing him. <laughs> I, I'm uh, trying to get out. I'm trying to make sure you get out. <laughs> you go. No, you go. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what it is. Oh, no, you God. hang out. <laughs> Nobody wants to back down. You're well, still I'm, there, I'm a tough right? guy. Well, I'm a tough guy, too. <laughs> well, then we're both tough guys. No, I... Uh, well, now they're both dead guys. <laughs> now they're both dead. Yeah. Uh, 19. Oh, baby. 19 hits. Can you help me deal with these two undead brother guys Here. down there? Uh, 11. What? Merc takes takes another swing as he's like, as he's looking at Luke kind of like is he gonna go and just beheads him <laughs> and he drops to the ground and he's lying there. I look over at Merc like just shocked like we just killed him. <laughs> no, he is probably gonna come back. We're gonna leave. Those guys told you they have killed him repeatedly. Yeah, right? I know, I know. Got about ten as soon as we, we get through the go. portal, I uh, look over at Hulk. I'm like. I need you to hold on to these scrolls for me in this, uh... They're probably fine. 
they're fine. Actually, it would be really fine. funny. Like, we just, like, walk out very yeah, slowly. Walk out. <laughs> it looked I'm assuming like... blood-covered. So you step out, yeah, so you've got, yeah, you've got, I mean, the icker from both of yeah. Both, Icky both are Mortis and from Pulo. And you step out, and the Inquisitor and the Warden are both standing there. Did he just randomly snap on you, too? Like, just invent some reason to attack you? He told you he was crazy. He's a nutball. He mentioned something about scrolls. He was crazy. Yeah. Well, he didn't take I'm talking scrolls. He, he yelled the words, where are my scrolls, and then attacked us. What does that mean? So they take the scrolls? No. 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 They they have scrolls? Inside check. Inside check. Inside <laughs> check. Inside check. <laughs> yeah, roll your inside All right. check. I'm not rolling mine because I totally didn't think they took scrolls. 19. I rolled a 1. Uh, I got a 14. You two need to be the 19. Both holes. Yeah, no. Nope. Well, they also need to be totally a four something. Oh, yeah. What'd you get? I got 11. Seven. Yeah. They're clearly lying. They must have grabbed something. She gives you that, like, stern looking, but just goes, all right, well, whatever you need to deal with him for him. We got our information anyway. The Inquisitor and the Warden say, you had to kill him, didn't you? Uh, yes. Doesn't everybody? Pretty much. for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number 4, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. <laughs> Alright, pause here for a second because I'm going to use the restroom. Alright. I've been waiting for Pulo, yeah. Yeah. So when you're entering the okay, Wizard's the Tower, what kind of food do you eat, Brian? I like to eat Harvey's. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a nice classic beef and cheddar. Large curly fry. <laughs> so when you're looking into the endless abyss of an alternate plane dimension prison, you break your water bottle. It's like, oh my god, like this is the way life should be, right? It should like, be, right? Like you should be going to live theater and watching people take Dungeons and Dragons and care about what's happening. We're in a golden age. I love it. Kill her. <laughs> I mean, finish her. Knock her out. <laughs> Thank you. It's like there's a relop tax or something. All right. That's why he says to him, wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> anyway, what's going on? <laughs> like thing? Yes, exactly. Like thing. <laughs> I was just going to make that reference. Like, how many people listening to this know what the Adams family is? <laughs>